Johnny, do you want to go to an ice cream social? Yeah, I'd love to. Great, let's go. It's time for another episode of Ice Cream Social. Matt and Matt and his Ice Cream Social, I should say. We're preaching fun. Guys, sitting across from me is Paul Mattingly. Across from me, it's Mr. Matt Donnelly. Knobs and dials is Jacob, the audio guy. Love that guy. How's it going, everybody? Good to see you out here on this lovely afternoon here in Las Vegas, Nevada. We are uh, trimming the the tokens tree. We're getting close to uh, entering uh, the summer. Oh my god. It's guys, already 90 degrees today. Um no one cares. Okay. Everybody everybody out there would rather have 90 degree weather whenever weather they're having right now. It's true. <laughs> um I made I got some real white boy problems right now. Oh boy. All right. Okay, Here so we go. My phone is being funky. Yeah. But I can't get upgraded to a new phone until July. Oh. You got two months of funky Major phone. Major white boy problems. Two months of funky phone. Well, here's phone. the thing. I just got a basic phone, basic iPhone. You an iPhone guy? No. Yeah? iPhone I guy. am now. This is my first one, and I'll never go back. Yeah. I mean, they're great. It spoils you. Yeah. But I didn't realize that like, for a small upgrade, when you get an, uh, an iPhone, you can go from a 16 gigabyte memory to a 64 gigabyte yeah, memory. Yeah. You got to I had no get idea. And like when I when I realized the next upgrade wasn't like thirty two but the sixty four for like nothing, I was right. like, "What the fuck?" Because I keep erasing shit on my phone all the time. Yeah, I have no memory. Get, get ready. Yeah, I have to have. Uh, I pay ninety nine cents for outside storage every month for my yeah podcast. Oh wow, and shit. yeah. For uh, is that part of Apple? Yeah. Oh, okay. They keep my podcast because I have a lot of podcasts and stuff. Yeah, so do I. But that's the thing is like most time the junk's up is my podcast. Mm-hmm. So you, oh, I gotta figure that out. How do you do it? What do you What do you do? Through the iTunes Store. There's some. I mean, Anne set it up for me. I, of course, did. Ah, Anne knows how to God these things. Fucking damn it! I know. Ask Anne. She'll tell you. I will. Anne just <clears> got <throat> me coffee. I'm psyched. Yeah, text her. She'll uh, she'll reply. She got you some whore coffee. Got me some fucking whore ass coffee. Mm-hmm. Um. Uh, other white boy problem. What? Right. So, uh, what could it be? I got me a, a pool and a hot tub at my house now. My new, yep. my new home. My That's new a white boy problem right there. Big time white boy problem. It's a lot of upkeep. Well, that's the thing. So uh, it hasn't been 90 degrees yet. It's been kind of, you know, yep. spring. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So turns out, turns out we have the fanciest backyard in the neighborhood, which I didn't think so. My wife and I are not. We, we're not in a fancy neighborhood. We're, we're, in, we're in a regular neighborhood. In a nice we're, neighborhood. Our, we're in a nice neighborhood. Yeah. My wife and I, we aren't rolling in it. But we have ourselves, we, we went in and we were very lucky. We went in on this basically for the backyard. It was already childproof, sectioned off pool with a hot tub. We right. just were like, let's do this for ourselves and the kids. Let's do it. Right. Yeah. And uh, and uh, we made a lot of uh, big moves to make it happen, which our tax bill made that uh, known to us. <laughs> yeah. But we paid in taxes here because we, we didn't have anything to write off. We just moved all, a lot of assets around and got taxed on all of it. So, right. Orf. Um, so we bring all the kids into the hot tub. All the kids in the, in the neighborhood. Oh. They all want to come over and play in the hot tub. We got a lot of kids in the neighborhood. And they okay. All, and so we, my kid... Are they my, too small to play in the pool? Uh, my kids are too small to play in the right. pool. So uh, when my son, as we discussed in the last episode, it's being very demanding right now. We went over to the neighbor's house, which had a lot of the kids playing in their pool. And he said, no, everybody should go in my pool. 
And so he is, these kids are older, but he demands like all the kids come over and they're like 18. And my wife says, yeah. much older. I feel like they were, they were like changing the oil on their own car. <laughs> right. And um, my wife says like, well, we have a hot tub and the kids are like hot tub. And so and these kids not, have got these kids have got a lot of stress. Is that not good for the kids? Don't they get boiled at a certain baby age? Uh this is where the story's going. Is I boiled them to death. I knew it. <laughs> I, I cooked all of the kids in my neighborhood. <laughs> Child soup for dinner. <laughs> Matt is a cartoon villain. Fresh child soup. Baby stew. <laughs> so the parents of these children, they're old enough that they can swim on their own. Certainly go in the hot tub on their own. Mm-hmm. They don't need to. My kids are young enough that I need to go in the hot tub with them. So it's me and like eight kids. <laughs> a bunch of kids. <laughs> a bunch of kids hanging out. Oh, I'm hot so uncomfortable together. thinking about it. Yeah, you're making some soup, all right. You know me. I'm uncomfortable around kids anyway. <laughs> I know. And being like in a hot tub with a bunch of kids. Do they freak out as you start to cut up the vegetables in there? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's really, it's really just brining it, you know? Just, yeah. just, getting, the, just getting the salt up the in bu- there. The bouillon cubes. Yeah, it's just, just dropping the bouillon cubes <laughs> They go, hey, wait a minute. Make a wait nervous. a minute. This is real beefy hot tub. <laughs> Timmy, be quiet and put this apple in your mouth. I you know. So I had to I had to fire up the jets and the and the heat get the right. get the hot tub hot you know because our, our pool is freezing but the hot tub heats up pretty fast the kids they don't like the jets so I had to turn the jets off level off on the uh, the old jets they just wanted a hot tub with no no jets okay and then uh, then they start playing around and one of them I'm, I, I, one of my kids is one years old right right and he's too small they don't make little floaties no. for one year olds because one year olds shouldn't be floating <laughs> right now. He is fearless. My youngest is more fearless. My oldest would, would like clutch to me in any body of water, just stay on my shoulder. My youngest just loves being about. Yeah. Now in the hot tub, he can stand in the seating oh. area. You know, he can stand in, in he the stands edges. enough. Okay. And he can also climb up the stairs to get out of, out of it. Okay. So I'm monitoring him. Right. In this area, and then one of the kids jackknifes, straight up jumps, leaps, jackknifes into the small hot tub. Oh. Did he break his back? <laughs> I don't care about that kid. <laughs> not my kid, not my problem. Big wave just washes my one-year-old just underwater into the tub. Right. Just like and so like I'm seeing like the fucking uh cover of uh the Kurt Cobain album. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like yeah. just legs, arms spread. Yep. What the fuck's going on? Right. Kid underwater. Oh. And I grab him and I pick him up and the, the first thing I think of is he's okay. The second thing I think of is my wife or he or she would fucking kill me. Yeah. And then uh uh he's okay. Uh, it's a good thing she has no way of finding out about it. It was a stressful way. <laughs> Guess what? She still doesn't. Uh, uh, uh. <laughs> see, my wife listens hey, to this podcast. Good, good to see you. Yeah. Now, my wife hears enough of my bullshit. <laughs> oh, she, Anne hears enough of my shit, but she still listens <laughs> to this for some reason. So, um, uh, Kid's okay though. Like he literally yeah, just like yeah. if he's scared for a second, then he just goes went like, underwater, oh, for, went yeah, underwater yeah. for a second. He's fine. Uh, he doesn't care. My oldest still doesn't like to go underwater, but this kid, yeah. no problem. Right. But it was stressful, and then I'm really holding on to the kids. So the rest of the time, I'm trying to parade and I'm trying to like be sure. cool in front of the other parents and not look like a. And monster. you're already a little stressed just being in the hot tub really, with all these kids. Ah, I'm just ang- so fucking anxious. How'd right? you get yeah. to be tub dad? Because I'm the only one who had to go into the tub. Because his kids. kid was one who needed monitoring. Oh, Every one of the kids can just go in just and they can just sit there and they can thing. they can drink coffee or tea or bourbon or whatever they're right. drinking. So, uh, all in one cup. 
And so we're just, and, and on top of that, so like now, uh, the last, because of the schedule change, the schedule change has fucked up a lot of my shit. Right. Sure. Um, 50 the, Shades. 50 Shades change. going to 930. Um, I'm now pre-nanny in charge of my kids for the last two hours alone. Right. So that, that, that transition being in charge of the last, everything getting them out of the pool in time to eat. Sure. It's a lot of stuff right before bedtime. That's stuff. when the heat hits. Yeah, exactly. And that's when the kids go nuts. And it's when they get their most boisterous and the most uh, animated and also most angry and, and don't yeah. want to do anything you're saying. Because the day is coming to an end. Yeah, yeah. Fun time's over. It's and a so, nightmare. Uh, I get out of the pool. I turn some levers around just to get everything back to normal. Then bring the kids inside. We go in. Three kids get sucked down the drain. And then uh, whoever they are, I don't care about yep. them anymore. Next day, raining. It's if we're not going to go in the pool during the day. Then around like two o'clock, wife goes out to like get something from the pool area, puts her hand above the water, goes. There's like steam coming out of the pool right now. <gasps> I left the heater on on the pool, and I turned the levers to make everything go back to pool mode, and I made my entire pool 100 degrees. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> Matt just spent $600 heating the pool. Is this a white boy problem or what? A hundred degrees? <laughs> I don't know. I mean, I, whatever. It's hot. hot. Yeah. Hot. Holy shit. Hot. And holy shit. And if it wasn't if it wasn't rainy, I'd probably figure it out right away. But it was raining. Right. So I know. Because you want to go out the next day out with to the, the pool with yeah. the kids Whoa, in the it's morning. Hot. You just get a jump on summer. <laughs> yeah. And probably for the microbial life of that pool, you probably did a good thing. Yeah, it's right. we probably flushed a lot of systems out. Yeah, we call, we call it shock treatment. Yeah, yeah we, definitely gave it a little, we definitely pasteurized my pool. There you go. Now you can drink it. Oh, my God. That's not a problem. That's an advantage. My no whole, problem. My whole fucking pool. I, my wife just made it. Like, I was like, it just was like, you know when you fuck up so bad that your wife doesn't even talk? Right. <laughs> my wife just looked at me and I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I know. Yep. Like, I got nothing. I got nothing for you. The whole pool's hot. I mean, I was stressed. I had all the kids. I had the neighborhood kids. And mm-hmm. we, my youngest almost drowned. I, but I, I'm, I'm picturing, like, as you're saying that, I'm just picturing Sarah just looking at you and nodding. Yeah, it just was like, and we were like, no words, just me going, yeah. Yep. And her just going, I mean, like, motherfucker. And I was mm-hmm. like, it basically, the nod is, the gas bill is in my name. Right. So enjoy. It's Eat staying that. in my name. Eat that it's up. Sta- it's staying Ooh. in my name. Although you're, you're you're fortunate, we live in a time when gas is is going for nothing. Like we have it to spend it. I'll I, find out. I bet it's more than nothing. Oh, it's more than nothing, <laughs> but it's not like. I mean, what's that's got to be like? Probably the cost of running five or six ovens all day and the fun, night. The funny thing is that, like, uh, you know, we had just had a chat the night before. She had a friend's sister go into a multi-level marketing makeup sales thing that's all over Facebook. Okay. Do you know what I mean? And so my wife... I think I've seen it. My wife bought a package and she ended up spending more than she wanted to. Obelisk yeah. scheme? Total, total obelisk. I mean, it's a pyramid scheme for yeah. sure. <laughs> not not an obelisk scheme. No. And I just said like, you know, and we had a talk. She's like, I really didn't want to spend the money. I was like, I know. And I kind of wasn't like... I guess normally I'm just it's okay guy, but I just I really hate multi level marketing firms, and I just was like, right. and I like, and I said instead I was like, you know what? She was taught how to do that. She was she was informed on how to upgrade and upsell and right. make things sound casual. 
she she is our friend, but she knows what she's doing. She knew what she was charging. Yeah, you. she knew she was going to charge you, and that kind of I, I didn't realize made her more upset than happy. Oh yeah, because then it's like I didn't mean to, but it's like you got roped by you, her. Friend. You weren't trying to right. to guilt her into it, but it, no. but she but, but she felt some guilt from that. Right, and so this chat about her spending that money. And the night you, before. And then you hot tubbed the pool. <laughs> Meanwhile, I was fucking boiling up our pool in the backyard. There <laughs> was some, some lobsters in going, there. Whole blast in the back. Rice on the fire, baby. <laughs> like, honey, honey, we got to be watching those pennies. Meanwhile, <laughs> soup's on. Meanwhile, Matt's in the back room. By the way, opening a can of bees. Go, go, go ahead and make that. Go ahead and buy that makeup package two or three more times. <laughs> yeah. Feel free. Feel free. Oh, shit. It's all I would say it's on me, but I just spent all my money on a pool heater. <laughs> I. This is the concern, because Ann and I are looking at houses. Yeah. And we're considering pool. And this I tell the- her straight up, I'm like, it's a lot of money. It's a, I mean, it's, it's a great thing, but we go back and forth. Of course, no. And I was very, like, moving in. This is the one mistake I was absolutely afraid of making. This is the yeah. only thing I did not want to do. The first year at the pool is accidentally heat the whole fucker. Right. That's the whole thing. I mean, the, there's a mode you, where you can put the hot tub on and then have it overflow uh-huh. into the pool, you know, and, and slowly heat the pool that right. way. You know, we were going to look into solar heaters to make mm-hmm. it more eco-sensitive. We were going to do the whole bit. You can do the sails over the backyard to eliminate evaporation. Yep. We're looking into that. I mean, there's all kinds of things in Nevada to make I'll pool more those. sensible purchase. Thank those you, Jacob. Yeah. yeah. Now, if we just have a time machine and some sales, we're good. <laughs> well, I can help you with half of that. If you do that, you got time bandits. <laughs> the only thing that's really the only thing about owning a pool I did not want to do. I want yeah. to pay a guy to take care of it. We're paying a guy to take care yeah. of it. Yeah. I don't want to be in charge of it. And yet, the one thing. <coughs> oh, fuck. Well, do you just need bigger labels on the levers? Uh, no, I just need to remember to turn the fucking heater off when yeah, I get out okay. of the pool. It was Lights? an off switch. That's it. It's just a switch. It's an all separate unit. If you want heat, you turn around from the general pool thing to the heat part and go you on, you off. Right. That's it. That it's connected to the hot tub, huh? It's connected to the hot tub or the pool, depending on which way you move the lever. Uh, right. You just moved it to the wrong place. Well, I moved it to the right place if I wasn't going to have the heater on because you want the general pool to be flowing yeah. all the time and cleaning itself. Yeah. With, uh, he turned know. the pump, he turned the pool pump back on and just left the heater on. Got yeah. it. And boy, did it heat. Oh, oh boy. It, the heater works, though. Now, it was raining. On the upside, oh, yeah. the heater works well. Good news. And as far as I know, it either takes two to 12 hours to heat. I don't know. <laughs> and it can do it in the rain. It can do it in the rain. So I'm sure that didn't make it harder to heat at all. <laughs> having cold rain. No, that, didn't, that didn't cool it as it was trying to heat. Fucking 50 degree rain that happened. It was cold ass <laughs> rain. Cold ass rain. It was. So There was hail. Now, my wife's kind of hilarious solution to this problem was... Well, our pool is hot. Let's go do it. Let's invite all the kids in the neighborhood over and go in the pool. So we just went out and just kind of let everyone know pool's open. And all the kids that were we driving me crazy, the all the kids that were driving me, <laughs> driving me to Batty, were back. Yeah. Now just in our whole pool <laughs> instead of the hot tub. Which I loved this thing that I saw on the internet. They had a picture of uh, like a lazy river, you know, one of those water parks with all the tubes and everything and yeah everybody floating around no i don't know what you mean could you describe a lazy river some more <laughs> all the things you've seen so and not been able to describe so yeah. basically basically a man-made we know what a lazy river right. is paul 
but the best thing was they had this whole picture of this giant water park with thousands of people. Yeah. And it says the first transgender bathroom. <laughs> nice. <laughs> that was exceptional. Nice. So do you have one of those signs yet up that says uh, first transgender bathroom? No pee. <laughs> Don't pee in the pool. Keep the, this is our ool. You'll notice there's no pee in it. No, we like to keep that it that shit. way. Yeah. Come on. You got to get a goofy ool sign. All right. I'll get a this goofy is sign. our ool. I'll get a pee in the pool Keep sign. the pee out of it. Ool. No, you just got to tell all the kids the uh, the myth about the uh, we have the chemical in the pool that, that turns it red. Yeah. Um, not a myth. Okay, it's real. That shit's real. Have I'm you ever not. seen it? Yep. Have on, you Have you actually on, seen it on movies? There you go. <laughs> there we are. And there we found are. it. If that chemical existed, there'd be no pools. <laughs> it's true. You're right. People would be like, "I can't go on my bladder. My weak bladder. My weak bladder prevents me from going to the pool. Also, there's nothing better than peeing in a pool." Uh, you're gonna have to announce the first time that Keeler just walks outside and drops trowel and just pisses right into the pool from the side of the pool. I will. He's close. Yeah, he's in. He's right now like with the potty training regimen. He is. Uh, we've given him the option of peeing on rocks. Uh huh. Right. Like so, uh, to make that exciting for him. So in case he has to pee and we have to stop the car, then we can get him out and he can pee on rocks. There right? we go. Turns out our, our backyard is surrounded by rocks, and so now Whoops. he likes to also pee in our backyard. Be careful, because them coyotes are going to come remarking. <laughs> You're asking for coyotes. They'd be like, look, we own this thing. I just found, I just found my next potty training regimen. <laughs> now you have to go back in the toilet, because coyotes are going to eat you if you pee outside. <laughs> yeah. But him pulling, dropping trout to pee in the pool is definitely, I think, in the... It, it'll happen, I believe. I almost ran over a coyote the other night. Do y'all have coyotes yeah. in your area? No. You guys do. Yeah, we have coyotes out we here. We have coyotes in our area. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I saw a couple before the, yeah, during the, the building of all this. Henderson, we're very lucky over there in our tawny suburb. Yeah. Being old supposedly. suburbs hidden by other suburbs. Now the expansion. Yeah. All, yeah, you're all in a suburb within a suburb. Yeah, and all of our neighborhoods are old, so. You have those, buffer we don't, zones. We don't, get the, we don't get the coyotes and we don't get the uh, scorpions either. Yeah. Oh, really? No yeah, scorpions? No scorpions. We don't no, have scorpions shame, here. man. Because, uh, you know. You get the scorpions in your area of town, right? Fuck, dude, wind of change is on all the time. <laughs> it's, it's the wind of same. It's so often. Listen to change. Do you just get used to that shit? Because every time I hear people tell you, like, yeah, we got scorpions, I was like, well, that sounds fucking just crazy. And we have two kids, so the idea of like a scorpion being I mean, like, uh, uh, Buttercup got stung by one. Did we to go to the vet for that? And we took her to the vet and got her on some Benadryl, and it was fine. The thing is, the smaller, the worse. Right. That's what they say. That's right, the right. fucked up thing. If you see those clear ones, you're fucked. Uh, but uh, you may want to invest in a black light. No. You don't want to invest in a black light. And here's why you don't want to invest in black light. Because Scorp- Scorp- what Paul is saying is, uh, for those who don't know, scorpions show up under a black light. If you, if you go out... When it's dark, if you go out with a black light, scorpions glow under a black light. And the reason you don't want a black light is if you have scorpions, you're better off just not knowing about it. Oh, really? <laughs> Live in ignorance. So I was just, I'm you're just, living in I blissful for a second, ignorance. I gotta, I gotta tell be you like, right now, black lights actually attract scorpions. I'm like, no, he's a, no, you, you just don't want to know. You don't want to know about it. If we wrote this down, this argument ahead of time, and said which side do you think Paul is on, which side do you think <laughs> Jacob's true. on, the audience would be very surprised. Paul is the go-getter. Of the, oh, wait. Let me ask you this before I put too much, before I give you too much credit. Yeah, do you he, own a blacklight? I used to. Ah, okay. okay. There we go. Uh, 
the one well here's here's the thing that i hate about my black light is if i show my black light to my carpets they go yeah your dogs rule (laughs) (laughs) your dogs own your ass Uh, Uh, but i used to have black lights in my room back when i had my swinging bachelor pad oh god (laughs) (laughs) i'm more uncomfortable than i was with the kids in the hot tub i had black light light bulbs in my room black light hot tub pull no no hot tub (laughs) i wish Black, oh. black light hot tub would be hot. Oh man, no, dude, you got to rig up some posters? black lights out there. I just had different stuff, and I was just intrigued as to what in my room would glow, and it's just kind of fun. Yeah. Okay, so okay, certain stuff would just show up cool now, in the black lights. When you, when you bring a lady home, mm-hmm. <laughs> on the rare occasion, that on the this rare happened, occasion, but we know it happened. We know at least Anne came back to play video games. Right? Yeah, I didn't have the black lights then. Okay, this is pre. Pre-Anne. Pre-Anne. All right, so that means there were a few ladies going back there. Lady. (laughs) It was actually just a guy named Lady. (laughs) Who had some old Led Zeppelin posters you wanted to give away. (laughs) Hey, hey, mom, I want to see if this glows. (laughs) Hey, Paul, uh, my my name's Lady, and I've got these velvet posters. Would you be be interested in them? I'll deliver. Was was the the, the room always black lit or did you no. switch from light to black i had all kinds of weird lighting things going on okay so uh, here's this, what i had this, this is what i was hoping was the answer canopy bed yeah all right and what i had done was i had purchased these star trek tv lights okay so they had images from star trek the original series on old school looking 60s televisions always be closing like <laughs> as though they were what do you call it as though they were uh christmas lights okay so I strung those all around the top of the canopy. Yeah. Of my canopy bed. I didn't have a canopy, just had party lights. Jesus. <laughs> Star Trek party lights. This is like some like fucking Chelsea hotel shit. <laughs> it was. So and then I had a couple yeah. of just straight up lamps. Lava. No, just lamp. Oh, okay. Just one bulb lamps. Non, non-lava. Just yeah. a couple of one bulb lamps with some black light bulbs in them. So, like two. The question is, mm-hmm. I could alternate what I turned on. Right. Yeah. So, it was never a lady. No, it was never a lady. <laughs> when you bring a lady home, uh-huh. do you make the move to I, switch to black light with her in the room? No, 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 no. You just throw on the the you throw on the trek lights or the start. That's where it's at. Okay. So it's got that glow. So you, you're all you're all trek lighted. In you're the already room. trek light. Yeah. So you're not gonna go to black light with the ladies. No, I don't have to. Okay, and then so do you have regular lights in this room as well? Yes. Okay, so will you come home? This is what I need to know. So you come home. Mm-hmm. Do you really want the answer? Yes. <laughs> so badly. Because all of it's great. So there's no wrong answer. That's what I love about this. So just having the option is hilarious enough for me. So you either have mm-hmm. to know that you might bring someone home. So you leave the trek lights on, then you go off on your date. That's arrogant, you know? Well,. I had a switch where I could turn them on at the side of my bed. Yeah, that's where we're going. So, <laughs> or you could bring the girl into the room, room and then, regularly lit, and then no. make the move. No, that's so a, the light. That's too much of a hey, move. Hey, let me let me show you something. Exactly, it's too Actually, much of a move. I said too much of a move, but it did happen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> the third 
an option for something I know you wouldn't do, which is that you finally go, oh, shoot, a girl came home. I need an excuse to go into my room, switch the lights to Star Trek, oh, no. walk out of the room. No, no, no. Because that's what you should do. But that's not what I would do. I know. I kept in there and then be like, let me turn off these lights and then turn off, turn on these and look at that. Isn't that cool? <laughs> oh, look, they happen to be all around my bed, Oh, which is now well lit. Let's gather about. What do you say? SJ has just walked in by pure happenstance. <laughs> She always comes in when we're talking about Paul's game. Where the, where the fuck did you get that shirt? There's not a better... There's not a better... <laughs> get that fucking shirt out of here. Get that American Hustle shirt. Get that fucking shirt out of here. God damn it. SJ. <laughs> that fucking movie. Oh, I hate that fucking movie. SJ, I have a question for you. That is, if the first time I had taken you back to my apartment... And I had a room filled with... Uh, forget about the Star Trek lamps. There's Star Trek lamps, but let's not worry about those. <laughs> If I took you back to my apartment and in my bedroom, I could just turn on black lights and just turn my entire bedroom black light, what would your reaction have been? This is as a college student or... Uh, just... Good question, Paul. What, how old are we here? <laughs> how old are we here? He's 32. No, I'm 23. Okay. 20, okay, okay. 24. Okay. And it was what kind of lights? Black lights. Eh. Just a. <laughs> I gotta say that's a better reaction than I was expecting. But it wasn't like, oh yeah. <laughs> no, I knew it wasn't gonna be, oh yeah. It wasn't like, okay, the black lights. Let's were get designed. down to business. I was expecting the black lights oh, fuck weren't no. for, oh yeah. <laughs> they were seriously just for my fun to see what would glow. <laughs> to see what? Come on, you're hedging oh, you on had this. These? Yes. Yeah. 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 You're hedging a little bit. I mean, you had the, the oh, you Lord. had the alternate lighting above. You know the what? Bed. Now I think about it. Right. Now that I think about it, I think I did actually get a long black light too. Yeah, yeah. I yeah. got a long. I had because I was like, oh boy, but I didn't have any glow posters. I know. <laughs> I just had regular posters because it was all hookup motivated the whole time. Yeah, I guess. Oh, it didn't work. <laughs> we know. No. <laughs> that's the part of the story that we already know. The thing that's funny that was is our starting point. At this point, I realize in my life, the investment in lighting <laughs> does not correlate to the pussy that you get. No, at all. No correlation at all. Nope. <laughs> you need a dim option for sure. <laughs> it was a dim option. <laughs> <laughs> All of Paul's options were pretty dim. Very dim. You need you need one dim bulb to come I into just, your room. Yeah. <laughs> I needed a brown light. Black light, like you wanted to see what would glow. That was your motivation. Yeah, no, that part I believe. That part I believe. I believe Paul was just curious. Like, well, what if I throw a black light in here? That's something that Paul would do. Because I had my walls filled with toys. Yeah. And shit. So there was stuff, weird shit hanging shit everywhere. Shit will not glow. Some stuff glue. Glue? Glue! Glue! Some stuff glue! G-L-E-W. Glue. Gorgeous ladies. That's Johnny Australia's. Johnny Australia's wrestling league. Gorgeous ladies. Glue. SJ says you're mic'd. Before Jacob... Because we know Jacob never made a mistake with the with the courting. <laughs> so obviously, every, clearly, every step a master stroke. Lock that right shit down. down. Well, <laughs> <laughs> same reaction as the black lights. 
<laughs> you are the black light of my life. That's right. You are the black light you of my are. life. <laughs> you are the glow poster of my wall. Not existent. You are the what time is it when I woke up because I have no idea in this fucking room. Because all the lights are off and there's a black curtain on the door. Um, Actually, I put uh, tinfoil on my windows. Did you? Did it glow? From the aliens? It didn't glue. No, just to keep the light out. Because I had a south-facing. Or yeah. not a south-facing. East-facing. There we go. Sunrise is in the? East. East-facing window. Yep. Capital of Nevada is? Now he Your put mama. tinfoil on the outside <laughs> to keep the aliens out. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Tinfoil on the outside to keep the aliens out. The peanut butter layer. was for the aliens. <laughs> there's, there's, yeah. there's many layers to the window. <laughs> yeah. Well, the primary one was to keep the light out. <laughs> light first. The light being, of course, being the organization that takes over people's minds. Right. Brainwaves number two. <laughs> Brainwaves is the second thing. It didn't have peanut butter underneath like a shoebox with a stick. <laughs> Capture any tiny alien that came right. by. Peanut oh. Like a little trap. A little, trap. <laughs> little box trap. I wouldn't catch no alien. Good point. Box box trap. <laughs> uh, that's catch what they called it. Box trap was my nickname in college. <laughs> smart box. Box you ain't catching shit. <laughs> <laughs> What'd you get, box trap? Nothing again. I knew you wouldn't. You gotta stop using peanut butter as bait, and also you gotta upgrade box size. <laughs> You thinking too small, box trap? <laughs> I'll get them. You ain't getting shit. Ah, come on. You gonna get a Nike footwear? That's all uh, you gonna what, get. What would you use bait instead of peanut butter? First, first, foremost, <laughs> full on sandwich. <laughs> Aliens like sandwiches more than peanut butter. I ain't down for half a half a craft. Everybody likes a sandwich, right? <laughs> hey, but peanut butter is a sandwich. Well, put it on a sandwich, make a sandwich, and put it on a plate. Presentation uh, is nine tenths uh, of it. <laughs> You gotta trick them. Yeah, you gotta make them think they're coming into someplace fancy. <laughs> they're plate in there. That's a damn restaurant. And then you gotta make the box big enough to make them think it might be a restaurant. Ain't nobody, alien or not, thinking a shoebox is a restaurant. There's exclusive places, but come on, box trap. Oh, the box store's closed. Well, it's a good thing for you. There's a place that's actually still open. Yeah? yeah? Yep, it's the sweat house. In fact, it's always open, and you're about to be open. Wow. Check the papers for openings. Check your openings for papers. <laughs> Come hungry. Leave fucked. <laughs> sweat house. <laughs> I'm <laughs> hungry. Leave fucked. Come on, leave fucked. We got more and more cats. This poster is like eight miles long. You, uh, this is your first episode of Mad Mad Exception. So, uh, we are referencing a joke from the last episode. Yes, we are. We'll go back to yesterday's episode. Uh, SJ. Sweat house. Have you ever... I know that Jacob is your first and your last, but assuming you ever went into another gent's bedroom ever... Hypothetically, did oh, they ever, it's gonna happen. They, <laughs> <laughs> it's gonna happen. It's gonna, what time is it right now? <laughs> um, <laughs> did anyone ever present? Uh, were you were you ever thrown by the presentation of the room? 
lighting or otherwise. Well, there was this one guy had a plate with a sandwich on it. And <laughs> a, a refrigerator box. Were, and you, was, were you convinced by that? He tried to convince that? me it was his room. And when he, and when, did you think that was a restaurant? <laughs> and when he found out I was human, he was pissed. <laughs> thought he lured, thought he lured a real alien. Damn it. Oh, man. Room presentation. My high school boyfriend had painted the entire room like 49ers colors. <laughs> oh, yes. It was all like deep red. and then Golden had, red. And it had like a, yeah, then there was like a gold accent wall. And then. <laughs> a whole wall? <laughs> Shit. A whole wall. This motherfucker's yeah. First of all, the fact that he had he was knew committed. to do a wall on different, you know, like I would do all four walls the same, but he knew to do an accent wall, but didn't know enough to not do it in football colors. Well, not, not to do it in gold. I yeah. Make the red the accent. I might have told him to do the accent wall. Uh, okay, oh, that sounds more. You knew it was an accent wall. Yeah, because I just learned what one was right now. <laughs> um, and now that was this boyfriend originally from San Francisco? Oh no! Right, not at all. <laughs> just a Niners fan. Just, just a, a Niners fan. Raging East Texas. Niners fan. If anyone's interested, I'm real good at accent walls. <laughs> <laughs> They happened to be my specialty. Um, that wasn't it, though. It was it was similar to a child's room. Like, if there was a 49ers bedspread, and there was, like, that's, posters. That's this, the is, this is my dream room. This is your dream room. Not yeah. with not with but football. Like, yeah, but with the, like the, the thematic, and shit. A thematic room. Oh, thematic room. But that's the beauty of high I'm school. halfway there. Is you go from adolescent, you know, you go, yeah. like... No, no, a, he did this in high school. That's how he redid his room. Oh, he redid He didn't grow up with this room. I was assuming that he had a 49ers room already. Oh, yeah, no. yeah, And yeah. you were like, okay, if you're going to have this room, you have to at least paint this, paint this wall and no, make it an No, he wanted wall. to get rid of all the kids' stuff, so he decided to do it like 49ers. I'm tired of all this kid <laughs> shit. It's time to go... I, I think I'm going to decorate with a game. You can imagine the look <laughs> on my face. Yeah. If anyone knows me. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, no, I, I, I believe I know exactly the look that was on your face. I've seen, seen that look. <laughs> Mostly with the, with the shelves in this, uh, this I'm going to do it like 49ers. It's going to be awesome. I was like, mm-hmm. And Jacob's like, no, Saints. You got to do it like the Saints. Yeah. And because know, right? 49ers are ridiculous. <laughs> he's going to have a breakfast nook. He's going to have a Joe Montana juicer <laughs> and a Jerry Rice maker. Good. Keep going, Paul. And then, Who are uh, some other 49ers? Uh, <laughs> That's it. There was there were a two man team and they stormed that fucking field and they won. The thing was, you think that all the patterns would be figured out but they, with the two, of them. <laughs> the two of them, but they had some schemes. They were slick, and Jerry was so fast. Rice maker, rice maker. Try to call him rice maker. Yeah, you think. <laughs> You'd think this kid had been from the Bay Area or something. He'd never been to San Francisco. He right. didn't know nothing Why about Why was he it. in no San Francisco? Idea. I have no idea to this day. Uh, I do. It was yeah, a bandwagon. Yes. And you, bandwagon and you don't grow fan. up in East Texas and not be a Cowboys fan. Right. Yeah. That's almost sacrilege. Yeah. I don't yeah. know. I should have known then. Yeah. That's a problem. He wouldn't have won. Nope. Guys, I want to thank Stephen D. Mills and I want to thank Matt Doherty because apparently we forgot to thank them. So oh. I'm thanking them now. Thank Sorry, you, Stephen we forgot and Matt. to thank you. Allegedly, they got gigantic cocks. That's Ooh, not even a legend. That's a fact. Guys, we haven't gotten to parking in a while, but I want to get in parking. Let's <laughs> yes! Do it. Okay. It's time. Finally! A subject we can all sink our teeth into. I go downtown. Uh-huh. Okay. Oh, first mistake. 
I'm taking my kids. Oh, we want to go to the the, uh, the container park. The container park. Yeah. Container park. Take the kids to the container park before it gets 100 degrees and they just melt on the slides. Downtown mm. is still a great place to go. Just the gotta, parking is awful. Parking is awful. You got to pay for it. Yeah. Um, have we mentioned it's the only place you have to pay for parking in this town? Ugh. Yeah. Well, until MGM. Who's making this money? Who's making this downtown parking money? The the the, is town. the city. Yeah, the city. City yeah. of Las Vegas. The city. By town, I mean city. Bullshit. Yeah. I and uh, so I. Uh, I go to go to the meter. Uh huh. Punch in my space. Yep. Yes. First time parking. Yes. How many hours? This many. Would you like some coupons for things to do downtown? Oh, I haven't seen this one. The fucking parking meter is offering me coupons to shop for free. I, I don't know. I didn't push yes. I don't want the fucking coupons from a parking thing. Oh. Not about who's, saving money, are we? Whose idea is it? Hey, Matt can afford to heat his entire pool <laughs> to 100 degrees. I forgot we're talking to Rockefeller over here. You're right. He does not need your fucking coupon. You're right. Coupon, please. I threw him right into the soup. <laughs> no, I mean, like, whenever you need to get somewhere... Like taking a long time. Like I was, I hate the gas. The gas station always asks me like seven questions yeah. to get gas. Uh, that fucking gas station shit. I got fucked at the shell this last time. I'm going to a different station from here on out. <laughs> Fuck me. I put my damn reward card in there. It take my reward card, but it wouldn't take my visa. Eat a dick, shell. Bullshit. <laughs> Bullshit. That and is not getting fucked. No, it was. That is getting mildly inconvenient. It was. No, I tried it three times. Bullshit. I had to go inside to pay inside. I had to walk inside a gas station no, to getting, pay for getting my gas. Getting fucked is I put my visa in and somebody stole the information off of well, it and ran up $18,000 on the car. This is actually going through my head. I'm like, is there a skimmer in here? Because this has never happened before. So I did it two more times to make sure. <laughs> So I gave him my I gave that right. my information. Sure, two more sure. If you're gonna steal it, steal it right. Make sure you yeah. get it right. Make sure I you yelled it. my pin number at the, at the machine. That was just yesterday. I should check my bank account. This is the part of the show where Paul checks his iPhone. Good so idea. Here's the check thing. my bank account. I don't want to like. I just want to. Like, you don't I, want to save any money. I don't you don't wanna, need that shit. No, you but just I wanna, you just want to park. get parked. I want to fucking park and move on. Like what? I don't yeah. need to be. Whose idea was it? Like what if we offer coupons as a promotion for parking downtown? Yeah. Like, we're already making them pay for the first time ever. Right. We might as well make them spend more time at this meter in the sun. Yeah. It's pretty terrible. It's all terrible ideas. Well, well and also, because... Why is that a winner? You know what I mean? Like, I, I, I get it philosophically. It's not, the, it's not the most... It's not a crime against humanity or anything. But, like, right. what, who is like, oh, meter coupons? Like, what, whose idea is that? And who goes like, yeah, let's the, do it. The, the meter already prints out receipts. Yeah. And so it can easily just print out a barcode for you know and say like oh such as that store barcode here's a coupon that's the that's the thing like the business is being like you guys raising your parking rates are fucking our business and like no no yeah. we're gonna help your business out right now we're gonna distribute coupons in every one of those meters all the downtown for a nominal businesses, fee <laughs> all the downtown businesses have to hate the parking absolutely like they've got to the, the fact that the container park is like not covered in people every day yeah is because of parking yeah absolutely because it's not close to any casinos where you can park easily at the casinos. And the traffic down there is a joke. Yeah. yeah. You they can't drive on those fucking streets. No. And the crackheads. Now they're helpful. Well, there's that too. Well, I mean, they know where everything is. That's the next level right there. They sell paintings. The, the, the downtown <laughs> area, there's a fuck ton of official government buildings down there. And they are coded in homeless people. Yeah. 
just it's, dripping. It's gross. Yeah. yeah. But they are all getting married. They get <laughs> their true. marriage licenses. So weird. They're all ministers getting married to each other. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> all right. Enough of that shit. Let's do a little scoop now. Yeah. Message for you, son. Uh, let's see. We have one here. Actually, we have two here from Serena. Good evening, gentlemen. Your friend Serena here. Upon working on my latest costume project and catching up on my favorite oh, podcast. Serena's the one who sent us the pictures of her in costumes. Mm-hmm. Yes. Love love Serena. Uh, she does uh, cosplay. That's, yes. the, that's the word, right? Yes, that's the word. Uh, I had a curious Which thought. Which I always interpret sexually, Paul. No. Okay. Uh, cosplay is not consent. <laughs> What? That's a that's a real thing what? in the cosplay community. Oh, okay, cosplay is not consent. It's uh, it because people do get that feeling of like, oh, you're dressed up, you must be good to go, and people really cross the line. As a person who performed as a costume character for a decade, yes, and you felt it even just doing it once or twice, yes, people cross the line with costume characters, and uh, cosplayers are trying their best to change that idea. And remind people that these are human beings. Not only that, there's also the whole uh, shaming people who don't have necessarily the best looking costume or maybe are a different body type than you would expect in that certain outfit. Oh, I'm with that. And people talk shit about that. And it's like, no, it's not cool either. Cosplay is a whole world into itself. All right. There's interesting rules. I was trying to just say that Serena is attractive and you made me feel like a rapist. No, no, no. No, no, no. I'm with you. It's all sexy. It's very sexy. But you just have to... Look, don't touch, I guess. All right, I won't. I wasn't going to touch her. No, I'm, be, I'm just being PC policey. But Serena, I promise not to rape no, you when we meet. No, but this is this is exactly where all brains go as soon as you see a costume person. You're like, oh, hello. Right? Yes. Right, yeah. But we got to try and... I'm not going to do anything. <laughs> we don't got anything. Whatever mode I'm in, I'm in the mode that goes okay. <laughs> I need to adjust my lifestyle in zero ways. As far as this is concerned. As far as, uh, yes, as far as this is concerned. <laughs> yeah. In terms of heating my pool, I can learn a thing or two. <laughs> I gotta make some adjustments. <laughs> oh, you made some adjustments. Yeah, you adjusted the shit out of that You pool. adjusted the temperature of your pool nicely. I adjusted, I adjusted my checking account to zero. Dude. <laughs> Uh, your friend Serena here. Upon working on my latest costume project, yes, catching my friend, up- we're just friends. <laughs> I know that. <laughs> catching up on my favorite podcast, I had a curious thought that I only feel comfortable asking my cool uncle figures for advice on. Oh, now I'm a dirty <laughs> uncle. <laughs> now I'm a filthy uncle. What happened? Uncle fucker, uncle fucker, uncle fucker, uncle fucker. Serena, I'm sorry. You're gonna, if we're your uncles, you need therapy. <laughs> That's my fault. One of the ushers at Appset calls me Uncle Jake. Oh. Just because she's like, you are that weird, creepy uncle. I'm going to call you Uncle Jake. Jesus. She doesn't even hide it. She's like, because you're weird and creepy. Did you yeah. tell her, Did you tell her you got to call me Funkle? Yeah. How about Captain Funkle? Captain Funkle. No. <laughs> no, then we just made all the ushers think that I'm re- really her uncle, and now we have a fun little game that we play with that. Because I just say terrible things to her. They're like, why would you say that to your niece? Holy shit. Because I'm oh. a Funkle. Because I'm Captain Funkle. Captain Funkle, the dirty uncle. Yep. <laughs> As you gentlemen seem to have great advice for those of us scoops with a few less life experiences than you. Like, little- hands off. <laughs> it's not consent. Look, don't touch. 
A little backstory first. So about three years ago, I was 22 at the time. I was in my first relationship, male or female, I go both ways, and lost my virginity at that time too. In high school, I was too busy focusing on schoolwork and video games to bother with that drama. So there was porn and I was fine. Jesus, Paul, she just described your perfect woman. <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> Bisexual video game player just wants to sit up and watch porn. Yep. Good job, Uncle Paul. There's a place for us. Somewhere a place for us. Alrighty. I've never been religious, so my virginity wasn't a big deal for me, and I I just didn't like other high schoolers, and because they don't know how to use their parts properly. That being said, you don't have to be religious to make your virginity a big deal. Yeah. But, you know, you're not going to hell. I get that part. <laughs> a few weeks into dating that guy, and a few days after our first game of Naked Twister, we were getting busy one night when I asked him, Hey, can I blow you? You're just getting better and better for Paul here. Jesus. For all of us now. That's, that's true, yeah. Because the Twister part... I'm more I'm more in that than Paul. You know what's great? Yeah. Twister with a black light. <laughs> that board fucking glows. <laughs> All those colors fucking pop. <laughs> now, I had indulged in porn viewing for a few years before meeting him, and I had thought, hey, giving a blowjob looks kind of fun and enjoyable. Jeez. I didn't think much of it. That's wonderful that that is your reaction to seeing porn blowjobs. That is not typical. But he hesitated and looked a little surprised when I asked, but he did shortly respond with a, yeah, okay. He's got to be like, is this true? Is this really happening? <laughs> yeah, did she say something that's else? That's the only thought process, did she, process did, I can imagine. Did she say anything else? Did, you, did I mishear is, that in is any this way? this a trap? What you don't realize is this is this guy's 873rd time through his Groundhog Day event trying to get you to blow him. <laughs> and he finally, and he finally has finally this moment of mechanics. like, what did I do today? I got to repeat it What did I do? <laughs> what was the difference? <laughs> what made today work? <laughs> Shit. <laughs> For some reason, my curiosity on this has come back recently. So my question is, is it really that surprising for a guy to be offered a blowjob before asking for it? I have no clue. Thank you very much. And I would figgity fuck you in the face. But there's a good porn on right now with some hot lesbians. Jesus. I don't remember the question. Uh, yeah. Is it, is it uh, that surprising for a guy to be offered a blowjob before asking for it? Um... Yes, I'd yeah, say. Yeah, I would say offered it that verbally. Yeah, that that up, being that upfront with it. Yeah, it, it would be surprising. I would say, yeah, like most of the time. Most of the time, it just kind of like goes to blowjob city. Yeah, like most of the time, like it's to kind of start kissing down your 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 torso, and you go like, no, is it? Is this really happening? Can it be? What's going on? What did I do today? And then what was different? <laughs> Yeah, I feel like most retrace of the time... Retrace the, the steps! Retrace the steps! I feel like most of the time the blower just makes the assumption that the that the other person is just going to be okay with it. SJ changed her shirt. Oh, what a good person. <laughs> what a good person. Now, now she's wearing... No! A, now she's no! wearing a chapeau shirt. <laughs> just to butter up the ball. Um, but uh, I've... I've certainly been told that or asked that, and it's very hot. So what you did is awesome. Yeah, no, you win. I'm sure it turned out great. It's I, not like the other way with a guy like, can I kiss you? Yeah. Because that's the worst move ever. May I, may I 
I kiss you? Yeah, I, can, I really want to kiss you. Can I kiss you? I want to kiss you, but I don't know if the moment is right. Yeah, yeah. I have turned on the Star Trek lights, and uh, <laughs> the black light is optional. <laughs> but I still don't know if the moment is quite right. Pepe Le Kirk. I know the glow of the Spock face <laughs> from the corner of my bed is uh, perfectly lighting your head. Your lips uh, so red from the Mugatu's reflection. Mm. So wait, did it happen or not happen? Then? Uh, I, I believe I believe there was. Yeah, he, he, he it said happened. okay. She was just surprised by how shocked and taken aback he was. Yeah, and just wondered, is this that rare? And yeah, it's kind of rare. It's hard if you have to be quiet instead of saying, "Shut up and just go." You know, <laughs> you, gotta, you gotta go. Shut up and just go. Uh, you got it. You got to keep your mouth shut. Well, not if you're trying to blow somebody. Uh, or the kind of blowjobs we hear about on this show. I. Uh, that's true. You're rolling the dice. She just rubbed her lips I all told over you that my business. To this just day, to bounced this, into my mouth. To this day, anytime I've any, anyone's ever gone down on me, including you, Paul. Yeah, I always think really? too many teeth. Too many teeth. I feel like really. <laughs> That's really like it's it's as it's as it's as childish. Like I'm almost like no sure. way. Right. What? It's the roller coaster of men. <laughs> Justin, I think we didn't have an episode title. You have you have pressed the button that says launch coaster. <laughs> and we go, oh shit, here it goes. Whee! And we put our hands up as we go down that first hill. Whee! And then we hit the cave. Woo! And then we go up the other hill. And sometimes there's a second chain drag. Oh. Yeah. And then there's a corkscrew. <laughs> You you know better people than I do. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, she has some follow up information here about how he turned out to be an asshole, dumped Aww. her, cheated on her, all that stuff. Oh, boo earns. Uh, been single ever, been single and unlaid ever since. But I can laugh about it now. Hell, that's what sex toys were invented for, right? Yep. And she has a follow up email here. What? Uh, gentlemen, good evening from down under once more. Shortly after my last scoop mail in regards to males surprised being offer, about being offered a blowjob, I realized that I committed a massive injustice against the ice cream social. What? I'm ready. I forgot to share the details of my first blowjob. There we go. Dick deets. Dick Time deets. for dick deets. I just heard that on Broad City. Dick deets. Pretty fucking funny. That's nice. Now, it wasn't eventful, but it was memorable. First, I got to undress someone else very slowly and teasingly, and who doesn't love that? Jesus, you what? Who made you? <laughs> she lives the life. She's we Australian. All dream what of. do you want? Uh, he laid back and enjoyed the show while I this excitedly got started. This is normal behavior in my country. Shut up, John. It's not though. Now it is. Johnny Australia Shut is up. always down for a quick tease. There's so many animals that can kill you in Australia. You're just constantly fucking everybody because you could die yeah, any moment. You could go at any time. Uh, he laid back and enjoyed the show while I excitedly got started. Then things went mediocre. No. That's, that's never a good sign. Things went mediocre. Things went mediocre. <laughs> the first thing I noticed... Story uh, of my life. Not sexually, just in general. Yeah. Mediocre. Uh, the first thing I noticed was that he had washed himself quite well in the shower. FYI, I've always started washing my face first. I knew this <laughs> because all I tasted was soap. Oh. Just soap. 
No clean skin taste. Second, he didn't trim his nest at all. Oh. So I had to use one hand to hold his pubes back so I didn't get a hairy <laughs> mouthful. Oh. Holding back the pubes. <laughs> Lastly, he did that Cotton thing candy. that some uh, possibly porn-taught people do where he pushed my head down in order to get himself deeper. Oh. I've always had a sensitive gag reflex, so I had to pause frequently. Uh, I didn't last much longer to do various anno- uh, I didn't last much longer due to various annoyances and let him take over the position change so I could go back to laying down and be and being lazy. Enjoy my memorable experience as I didn't so much. But I'm sure you'll help me uh, with great ways to laugh about it. Looking forward to one day giving a blowjob with less soap and less nest. Your friend Serena. This is heartbreaking a little bit. It sounds like these were the only times from Serena. Mm-hmm. Well, the soap and nest part. like uh, Soapy nest. Rinse your junk. Well, Gentlemen, well, rinse was, your junk. There's, there's worse things. He was, clearly, he was clearly worried about the nest, so there's he, 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 he yeah. overscrubbed. So that's, that's, that's understandable. Mm-hmm. The head move. Yeah, you got to watch that. It's a total show-off move. It's not a real move. No. You got to be very careful about that. You only make that move if you're both wanting, if you're both wanting it to be filthy. Right. You better be pretty fucking comfortable with it's, each other to make that move. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you certainly don't that make might it that re- might not be a first a first no, go move. No. Yeah, and you definitely don't do it early in the experience. No. Yeah. And you don't. No. It's got to if she. That's it, an that's an advanced move. You're it's an advanced move, and you're hoping for a look up and a big smile. And if that's you don't, a tightrope. That's if, a tightrope. And if you don't get if you don't get that look, you are walking the tightrope. If you don't get that look, then, then you've just fallen off the tightrope. Stop! Mm-hmm. Stop! Yeah, yeah. Because you're not. It's not going to help you at all. No. Don't do it. Blowjobs without that move have come have, have finished their 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 service quite well. Just don't yeah. even do it. Don't do your. Don't do it. If you're wondering, should I? The answer is no. You should not. That's true. That's probably that's probably the best the best use of that term ever. Yeah. Don't do it. If you're wondering, then the answer is already no. Right. Yeah. Of course you could do it, but you shouldn't. Yeah. What was it's, our phrase? Look, don't touch. Of course you leave her alone. Of course you did that. It's not consent, oh, Paul. Of, of course, of course you want to. Everyone does. Just don't do it. Right. That's it. Of course you want to. Everybody does. Just yeah. don't do it. Um, there you go. All right. Thank you, Serena, for those. Those are great males. Yes, from from a not so great male. No. Apparently, yeah. But Don't, you got uh, rid of that dude, and there you go. On to bigger and better things. And if you want to send or smaller more, and better things, if you want to send more platonic photos of you in costumes to your dirty uncles, go right ahead. Your uncles are Guys, ready. Guys, the call. I think I'm getting the call. Oh, oh shit! Pause. Pause. At the feet anyway. Unpause. Unpause. Does that pause that happen if it's staying in the podcast? Oh, it's uh, staying in because we yelled pause and unpause. All right, good. That means, guys, officially, t-shirts are being made. All of our t-shirts are being made. The t-shirts so. have been ordered and paid for. Anyone, all thirty-six of you who took advantage of the one-of-a-kind Ace Muns scoop head t-shirts from our Patreon rewards are they're coming. Get, get your goddamn shirts. Thank you for your patience. Yeah, that's what I meant to say. <laughs> and, and your support. Yes, yes, thank you so much for your support. It's a big ticket item, as they say, as our consultant says. Mm-hmm. That's right. Big ticket item. I'm just excited to see the. Uh, I'm excited to see the, the scoop head shirts. I'm uh, also very excited because we got uh, some some regular scoop shirts as well. 
and I'm really excited to see the regular scoop shirts. I'm yeah. hoping I can get a regular scoop shirt. I bet I'll, I bet I'll be able to squeeze one. I'm thinking you'll be able to get I, one. I bet I might be able to get one. Mm-hmm. Uh, we got an email here nope. from... <laughs> Shit. <laughs> we got an email here from Scoop of Base. Hello, you fantastically freaky fellows of funny. I'm writing in today for some advice. I was recently dumped by a girl I had been dating for about a year and a half. And it was the kind of dumping that to, came out of nowhere. She went to blow me and I didn't trim my nest. And then I pushed onto the back of her head. She did not care for either. Out of nowhere. <laughs> did not see it coming. Neither did she. I, I guess I'm supposed to tell her about that. Blart. Uh, she met me at a local coffee shop to do it and left me there feeling quite pathetic. As a 20-year-old man would feel softly sobbing in the corner. Flash forward to three weeks later when I'm writing this. I have been with two or three girls since being dumped. Good job. Nothing serious, just a couple of things to try to make myself feel better. It hasn't worked too well. I've found that this dumping has left me incredibly insecure. I've never thought of myself as the sexiest man alive, but I've always thought I was pretty easy on the eyes and tried to carry myself with confidence that women find attractive. But since being dumped by this girl so suddenly, I find myself staring in the mirror, picking out each and every little flaw on my face and and, and my body, and wondering if I'm appealing to anyone anymore. It hasn't helped that the girls I've had flings with have not spoken to me since the flings in question. I feel there is something wrong with me, uh, be it something in my appearance or in my personality. I can't find the confidence I used to have, so the advice I need from you guys and any other scoops that uh, have felt this way after being dumped is how to get my confidence back. These perpetual feelings of insecurity are making me feel too depressed and I can't figure out a way out of this slump. Fucking you in the face while wondering if you were even enjoying it. Scoop of base. Matt has talked about this before several times. Watch how Stella got her groove back. You That's are, Matt's advice. You are looking for validation outside of yourself. It's not to be found. Yeah. Focus on yourself. Get into some things that you enjoy. Put dating and stuff on hold for a little while. Get excited about projects that you find compelling. And before you know it, the right kind of people will flood into your life because they're attracted to your enthusiasm and your good outlook. And you must be somewhat attractive if being dumped out of nowhere is the, has thrown you... Thrown you into a spell of three girls. Yeah, that's what I mean. Like, what a terrible... Uh, three girls in two weeks. The things that you're complaining about I have are like, no idea what that's like. You have like my pool problems of real girl right, problems. Right, right, right. You know right. what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're fine, dude. You're fine. But really, let it go for a little bit and enjoy being 20 and doing whatever the fuck you want. Remember that dating and fucking only get better as you get out of college and into the real world. It's it's only going to get better. And uh, yeah, what you're looking for is chemistry. You want to fucking hit it off with someone. So, so... Go, go get involved with some shit. Go figure out what you want to do and go meet people at things that you already like doing. Yep. Become an authentic person. Focus on you. You're going to meet people no matter what you do. You know, you're going to meet people in your improv class. You're going to meet people. It's hard the... to figure out, but focus on you. Yeah. It's it's just dumb. And, and, and uh, like... Uh, uh, you're talking about yourself like you're like you used to be a model and now like this girl's made you feel like you're not a model or something you're like what are you doing like right. what, what girls first off women are the most forgiving things when it comes to looking the looks department obviously so talk to three married guys in this room yeah so I'm letting you know right now that like like if you have your own physical goals then you know whatever get in the fucking gym and go work out a ton and so you feel good you're gonna feel good if you do that if you want uh, or you know you're gonna you know like you you're you're putting yourself in this weird standards it sounds like yeah. it sounds like you're beating yourself up over nothing to be quite honest with yeah you. 
Yeah, you're, you're looking... I mean, you're even saying it. You know, you're looking in the mirror and you're trying to find stuff wrong with yourself. There's nothing wrong. There's nothing in the mirror that you're going to find that's that's wrong. But if that's your mindset, you will find no end of things. Yeah. And, and if you're in your 20s, I mean, wait till you catch your first ear hair or the first time someone <laughs> or the first time someone points out your nose hair is coming out of your nostril. Oh boy. You know, that hasn't happened to you yet, right? Yeah. Wait till you realize that like one of your weird one of your eyes is sagging lower than the other. Mm-hmm. Wait the, until you're a sound guy on a Las Vegas strip show and you're talking to other performers and they just stop talking all of a sudden and go, "You have a lot of gray in your beard." Yeah. Wait until that happens. And they they feel like it's okay to touch your gray beard. <laughs> yes. I, get, I have gray in my beard now. And they they just pet it now. <laughs> yes. Why is that okay, <sighs> buddy? It happens that we have a, a a young, very attractive woman who does one of the acts, and she does exactly that. She like pets my chin. Yeah. And, and, I mean, you let it go because she's young and attractive. Yeah. But at the same time, you're like you're just. You, you yeah. feel comfortable doing this because you're it's, just looking at me going, God damn, you are old. That's gray and old. You were old and like dying. That image in the mirror that you're looking at, buddy, is only going in one direction. <laughs> so you better be fucking happy with it right now in your goddamn 20-year-old fucking that, mind. That girl's basically feeling like the people who discovered the first mummy. <laughs> first of all, you don't want to meet the girl you want to be with the rest of your life when you're 20. No. no. So first off, whatever happened there, great. Yeah, you're going to want to meet her good. when you're 21. She could, she could, she could have dumped you out of nowhere for a million reasons. One is she could have just been flirting with some other guy the whole time, and all of a sudden realized that she was in love with some dude. Right. And uh, she could have found out. She could have realized she was a lesbian. She could have realized she could have had a break from reality. She could have, uh, yeah, she could have lost her mind. Yeah. She could have gotten hit in the head with a rock on the way over to meet you for coffee. She uh, could have realized that she wants to go to college somewhere else, and that doing a long distance relationship just isn't something that's, uh, that's interesting to her. Yeah. Or that she wants to go other places in the world, and she doesn't picture you there. There are a lot of reasons for a breakup, and most of them don't really involve you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and they don't involve your looks. Mm-mm. None of them involve your looks. And, uh, you know, if anything, if you want to take this as a challenge to, to on your esteem, you then you want to take Paul's advice fucking head on, which is get some other shit going on in your life. Mm-hmm. Get interesting for yourself. Nothing is more attractive to a woman than a man who is who is into his own interest on his own and is confident in what he likes. Right. More than looks. And as far as the ladies go, do not go out looking for a relationship. No. Like you're, you're saying that you know you're, you're you're regretting the fact that these two or three women that you've been with since then have not uh, called you back or whatever. Fine. Good. You just got out of a year and a half relationship. Don't go out there fishing for another relationship right now. Go out there fishing for a good time. You can get dates. So you've already proven that. Yes. So, so that's it. You've already all the battle's really over except for your mind. Yeah. You're going to go out with people. And it's like, all you, buddy. You have to be assessing on your dates whether or not you're hitting it off with them too. Right? Do you want a second date? Do you want to hang out with this person again? And if the answer is maybe or ah, I suppose, then get stop it. Just get out of there. Let yeah. the bad date be a bad date. Yeah. Don't do the work. A bad date is a fine thing. Yes. It's a fine. It's a, it's a practice. Yeah. Consider it practice. You practice dating. Yeah. Don't be upset about it. Just be like, hey. And if she dressed in a costume, leave her alone. <laughs> leave her be. It's not Cosplay consent. Cosplay is not consent. Cosplay is not consent, goddammit. Come on, Scoop of Base. Is, this, is that his name, Scoop of Base? Scoop of Base. Fucking pick yourself up, goddammit. Yeah. You'll be fine. You'll be more than fine. Do a... Do a you are fine. Do a, a push-up, eat a Flintstone vitamin, and take a fucking painting class or something. Do it, do it. And man, if it'll make you feel it. better, Paul will send you a dick pic. Yes. This is never going to happen. Yeah. 
You send Paul a dick pic at Paul at, at uh, Matt and and Paul will reciprocate with a dick pic of his own. <laughs> Guaranteed. It's, it's all nest now. There's nothing left. It's, it's just all nest. That's so disturbing. Yeah. All nest. <laughs> Speaking of nest. Our next email is from Nestle Dibs. Oh, Nestle Dibs, a big, big Twitter interactor. Nestle yes. Dibs. Oh, good. Hello, friends. I want to tell you guys about an incredibly uncomfortable moment that happened the other day at work. I work at an airport that accommodates only private and charter aircrafts. Interesting. When a plane comes in, we marshal them in, chalk the wheels, and then talk to the pilots to see what services they need. The other day, a plane arrived, and my shift supervisor, another coworker, and myself brought them in and went to meet with the pilot. The pilot stepped off the plane and was an Asian gentleman who appeared to be in his early 50s. After a few pleasantries, he let us know that he was having a rough day and his dispatch told him that he needed to get to my city immediately only to hang around and do nothing until the next day when he was scheduled to depart. The shift supervisor then says to him, yeah, that sucks, man. They just called uh, They just called you up and were like, you go now. Uh, the way he said, you know, yeah. You now, you go now. Part. Oh yeah, you go now. Was in an accent that oh, makes Malthus' agent look like the epitome of political correctness. Oh boy. My coworker and I cringed slightly and looked at each other as if to say, "Did that really just happen?" I held out hope that maybe the pilot didn't hear him when that hope was viciously murdered by my supervisor when he followed it up in an even thicker accent with, "You buy now. You buy now." Oh. At that point, my coworker and I hung our heads and walked away. I've had moments where I'm embarrassed by my friends due to their stupidity, but this was the first time I've ever been embarrassed for another person. I'd love to hear any of your stories about the most awkward moments you've ever been a part of. Fucking you in your Charlie Chan slanty-eyed buck-toothed faces. Nestly dibs. Uh... The most embarrassed I've ever been for someone was at the end of the last episode when Paul sang uh, to La Cucaracha. <laughs> That's, you're living a clean life. That's um, all you got to worry about. I have been in uh, a cab with a friend who insisted on speaking French to the all the, all the cab drivers in uh, Boston. Mm-hmm. All speak like a French type dialect. Okay, you know whatever they're from. Patois. Whatever, no, it's not Patois, but it's a, you know it's whatever 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 African country, whatever they're, region they're, all, they're from. Whatever region yeah. from. They're, they're, they all, they all speak a version of French. Okay, and so he would insist on trying to speak French to them Does loudly he speak and well? belligerently. No. Okay. And then just loudly and drunkenly, and then also try to start trying to talk to them about their country in a way that was like, we are just pissing off you were coming off as a racist and you're pissing off the cab driver yeah. the other morning ann and i went to breakfast and uh we sat next we got sat next to this total pc bro and he was sitting there with his friend he was waiting for his friend and when his friend got there he would not shut up and his friend was quiet and reserved and this guy was just you know people that just talk so loud it's just like what the and just the stupidest shit he was saying and just would not shut up, and I felt really bad for his friend who was sitting there having to endure him just blah 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 blah, just so loud. Yeah, so loud. it ruined breakfast for us. Goddamn, ruined my breakfast. White boy problems. White boy problems. Um, I'm sure I've had more. I've been also the person who's done the same exact thing in a cab, because soberly in New York, um, if I would talk to cab drivers, if they were Indian or Pakistan. Sometimes they would start talking shit about the other country. Oh, okay. 
So Pakistan's talk shit about Indian. Right. And so uh, apparently in a blackout drunk stupor, I did the exact same thing I just described my friend did to me in a cab that I have no <laughs> recollection of where I was trying to get a Pakistani guy to talk shit about Indians and all I did was come off as a racist. Right. So it goes both ways, I sure. guess. Um, yeah, I can't think of any right now. I know that I have some and I also know that I've been the person who's just embarrassed everybody else before too. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I've definitely been the guy. I don't think I've loudly and in a stereotypical Asian accent spoken to an Asian that I didn't know before, though. I've done that uh, by accident really quickly. Oh, uh, yeah. But we were at a Chinese restaurant. And I was extremely tired. And uh, it definitely was uh, an Asian American. It was not like a, an Asian accented person. Right. Asian American. But we were at a, uh, a Chinese restaurant. A nice one. Again, in New York. I guess these are my racist days. I don't know. Anyhow. It was a really nice PF Chang's. <laughs> My racist days. I uh, I ordered scallion pancake from the menu, and everyone just looked at me, <laughs> <laughs> including me, <laughs> including the waitress. And I let me go like, I'm sorry, I'm really tired. That was very offensive. <laughs> And then there was like no. Like, I'm offended by myself now. There was no like that's okay, buddy. It was just yeah. a, it was just a walk away. She was like, yep, yep. Scallion pancake. Scallion pancake. Is that something they serve? A scallion pancake. Scallion pancake. They're delicious. Oh, I guess it's scallion like a pancakes. shrimpy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like a, it's, it's just a crispy fried thing that you shove in some salty sauce, but it's right. Apparently, there's scallions in there somewhere. Scallion <laughs> pancake. Scallion pancake. It's a tasty treat that you just can't fake. <laughs> At the P.F. Changers, they make them their bangers. Anyways, I'm not welcome back there. Oh, <laughs> really? I'm no longer welcome at that P.F. Changers. You can't go past those horses. They act like the fucking guardians of forever in the never-ending story, and they zap you with their laser eyes. You try and walk past there. I was actually at a nicer place than the P.F. Changers, <laughs> but yes. Nicer than P.F. Chang's? Fucking Rockefeller for right. Jeez, I'm crow. Nicer than P.F. Chang's. You're, oh, you and your huge me. hot tub. Yeah. Nicer than P.F. Chang's. I what? Took, I took my gold chair. I was going to say, were the, <laughs> were the chairs made of platinum? What in the fuck? <laughs> nicer than, How do you get nicer than P.F. Chang's? I, guess I still have New York snobbery in me where I don't consider chains nice even if they're nice. I was at an independent, not takeout type of Chinese restaurant, is what I'm saying. You yeah. sat down, there were cloth napkins, but it was a Chinese restaurant. Like at a P.F. Chang's. Was it like Hong's? It was like a P.F. Chang's, except it wasn't P.F. Chang's. And, and, um, so it was fancier? No. I just, I'm, I'm, I'm apologizing. I'm conceding. <laughs> it, was I'm a saying, little, it wasn't quite as nice as a P.F. Chang's. Probably not. Probably not. Those chains, they got it down. I do enjoy a P.F. Chang's. I'm, I'm totally backpedaling as much as I can. <laughs> P.F. Chang, a real American chain restaurant. P.F. Chang is there. And it is, I guess, it's They'll either... fry it's, your wonton and give in, you lettuce wraps. P.F. Chang is there. It's definitely a New York thing. It might even be a Northeast thing, but you don't consider chains to be in the same category as independent restaurants. I no, get yeah, what you're I, saying. I agree with that. But we don't... Yeah, I get it. I grew up in Kentucky where chains were like... Oh, and what what bothers people? Oh, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Where the first restaurants really move in and have like full menus oh, yeah. and, yep. and do the whole thing, and they're not just some like sloppy greasy. No, I, I remember when an Outback. Yeah. 
I remember when an Outback moved into to my town, and it was like, yep. holy shit. Yep. Right. The game We've done got a really changed. nice restaurant now, yep. people. <laughs> the game done changed. Red Lobster. We had Red Lobster. See, that's definitely not the case growing up in... in, in you had restaurants region. already. You've yeah. been through that. Right. Exactly. We yeah. did. We they were fresh. So, and we were like, "What the fuck?" That being said, still like now, I do have that same snobbery. Yeah, because you went to like Fridays if you were like a kid. Right. You know, like Fridays where you took like a bunch of kids. You didn't want to like. You didn't go to Fridays to have a nice night out. Right. Oh yeah. See, Fridays is like right. A cl- it's like a club. Exactly, in a lot of places it's I know. Like I've been a, in places where like, like the Fridays. Club. has been to like improv tournaments I've gone to. Like you go to the Fridays, yeah, right. Like, as an adult, this is where it's at. Yeah. This is all the Fuck town yeah. has. This is the town. This is our cultural center. <laughs> <laughs> so I worked at Fridays for it. a brief time. Did you? And I bet everyone thought you'd be great there, and you hated it there, right, dude? Did you the, wear the flare? It was the. Do they yeah. have flair at Fridays? I nailed flair. Yeah. I, I nailed flair. Oh, okay. I nailed flair. You like covering yourself. I was with a buttons. bus boy. It was the worst time of my life. Yeah. I can't like dark. I bet. I, I, you you don't seem like a restaurant guy. No. Let me sh- and the fact that you've also never brought this out brought this up before means you've blacked it out in your memory. Let so me yeah. share because we've talked about it as many shitty jobs as possible. I'm gonna overshare. This is an overshare. This is the this is how dark it got. I wish I could write down on a piece of paper right now and pass so it to Jacob. I wore <laughs> I wore the fucking you have a guess on what it's gonna be. I do. Yeah. You don't know. You don't know what it's gonna be. Okay. So I wore the fucking uh shirt. No, it's not that. <laughs> it's not that. I oh, wore sorry. Yeah, here it is. <laughs> TGI Fridays is closed now. I worked up an appetite. Sorry. We're closed, but good news. What's that? There's a place that's open. Yeah. It's the sweat house. Oh. Matter of fact, it's always open. <laughs> You're going to be open. Jack. <laughs> 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 You gotta label that a sweat house. That's nothing but sweat house from here on out. Yeah, there's no way. There's nothing. We can't that, is, that is just the sweat Porn house. Porn number three That's is just sweat house. sweat house. Sorry, just Tony. Taking him to the sweat house. Oh shit! All right, so I'm wearing that fucking stripy red white shirt. Yeah. Uh, I had a bad haircut. I wore a beanie cap. Uh, you know, like a like a. Ski cap kind of thing. Ski cap hat. Yeah, with with Gumby and Pokey uh, stuck on it. Uh huh. And then I had my flare. Okay. On my fucking overalls. Mm-hmm. And I was just a bus boy. Where was this? This was in Lexington, Kentucky. Okay. Yeah, right next to the Best Buy. All right. And it was awful. Mm-hmm. Manager was insane, which typical. Just really rough. Uh, worked like a dog. And uh, only made it a couple months there, just hating it, hating it, hating it, hating it. And I had no self confidence to start with, right? And this uh, this table of two girls, I think it was just two girls, maybe three. Oh no! They straight up uh, asked me if I was Pat from Saturday Night Live. Oh, oh. fuck! And I was like, "Oh uh, no, I'm I'm not Pat." And the, and they're like, "Oh, you know the Pat." I'm like, "Yeah, I know." Pat. I know what the fuck you're yeah, talking I about. Like, I know Pat. Bitch. 
Yeah. yeah. And I mean, I, I hit them with such a deadpan. Yeah, I know exactly what you're talking about. That they shut up. That they were then like, we don't know what we were saying. We don't know what we were saying. Oh, God. And I'm like, whatever. And I just went on about it. But I was done. I that was is done. awful. Yeah. But awful. I've been fat so long. And I've had moobs for How so long. How long have you had? Since I was like 11. And uh, yeah, I've had uh, my man my man boobs for a long, long time. And it's always been a thing. And that was just another one of those things. I was like, God damn it. That's awful. I just can't get around it. And I, I mean, Fuck that, you all. Fuck you all in the face and mouth forever. Yep. And that was uh, that was me. But uh, that's really an appropriate time. That that is an appropriate time to just say that to someone. Yeah, but I did it's, again. I was just no, so you crestfallen you, you, and defeated too busy, anyway. Too busy being hurt. Oh yeah. So I uh, have to tear up my guest. By the way, I was going to say you never guess that did one not. in a million years. I'm going to. I have to tear up my guess of you got caught eating food off a of place you're supposed to be. Oh no. <laughs> no, I rarely, I rarely ate anything. I was still shame eating, so I wasn't eating when I was in public. Oh, okay. Nobody would catch me eating food, and I oh, never okay. took food home from there because it was like, eh. yeah, dude. After a shift, I wanted nothing but to get the fuck away from there. There is yeah. still, if I smell coffee and lemon. I want to die. There's that weird. You, you get because you have to dump all that shit. Yes. Same, oh god. Uh, same thing with uh, uh, for me is because uh, working in Italian places, dish soap and tomato sauce. Yep. If I smell dish. Yep. If I smell sanitizer and tomatoes yep. at the same time, I it's get, like it puts ugh. me in a bad mood. I feel you, dude. Yep. Coffee and lemon for me. Yeah. So uh, yeah, uh, fuck that place. Um, so I don't really go to Fridays very often. Um, Good, but, uh, by the way. Yeah, it's just <laughs> That's one, fine. It's, it's just fine. One right. That's off. a good. That's a good step. Yeah, two months in Lexington. Yeah, give or take. What did you have a final straw? You just finally just like I can't get out of bed. I cannot go in there today. I mean, I was driving a long way for not a lot of money, and uh, yeah, yeah, just trying to live in the big city. I very very similar to my Applebee's. You know how it is. Experience. And uh, yeah, I just finally got the fuck out of there, and uh, yeah, I've, I had I had a slew of really shit jobs. So now, when I have good jobs, I appreciate the hell out of them, even if they're not great. I've had really shit job it means parading your body in a red singlet i don't mind that now that's the thing because like i have ownership over it i agree that it's a whole different thing it's a whole different thing and it's and it's also validation for all those years of bullshit abuse from idiots and i still get bullshit abuse from idiots i don't care anymore thankfully i'm at that i'm at that point where i'm beyond it a little bit and, and and my and my thing is i'm living a life you wish you could yeah. That's what it really comes down For to. For sure. It's a jealousy thing, and I'm sorry if you can't find a way to express yourself creatively. No. Right. I'm just lucky. Just lucky. Yeah, I'm, I'm a lot cooler with it. Good. So. Well, you're great at what you do, so I'm Thanks, glad. man. No, it's uh, I'm, I'm glad to be getting back into it tonight. We'll see how it goes. This is my first night back after Footgate. Footgate. Uh, yeah, I was fucking, it fucking hurt, I gotta man. tell you, if there's a week to miss, you missed the right week. I think I did. We did it all, all day tech, all night tech. And, uh, uh. I got to miss the tech, the, the cancel the tech tonight. Yep. That's pretty great. Yeah. Have there been any other technical snafus? Not uh, like the night where we had to cancel the show. Yeah, well, that's exactly what happened. And we had to go through it. We had to find a way not to cancel the show. We started the show 20 minutes late uh. and got through it in a way that was technically really atrocious i'm sorry yeah okay that that created a a a firestorm of emails from me sure to anyone who would listen yeah all right well i'm ready to get back into the fray let's get in it good times so yeah uh anyway so that's my uh bullshit 
hang-ups that oh, I got right. over, sort of. Great. <laughs> Scarred for life. All now right. that I've brought the whole fucking thing down. <laughs> Let's get a Jock versus Nerd! Yay! Ladies and gentlemen, it is Explosion. Uh, so we have a Jock vs. Nerd here that came with our physical scoop mail that we talked about in the last episode from Reverend Dr. Commander McScoop. Oh, on fancy note cards. It's, it's on note cards. Uh, this isn't really Jock vs. Nerd, so we're going to do a little two-part Jock vs. Nerd today. We're going to okay. do this and then a real Jock vs. Nerd. That right. gives me two chances to win. This <laughs> is diarrhea or dance craze. Diarrhea do you know your diarrhea craze? nicknames from your dance crazes? I think I do. Oh, shit. Paul's going to cream me in this. <laughs> That's Just not a diarrhea. Yell them out when you know it. Okay. The stanky leg. That is a dance craze. Yep. The chicken walk. Dance craze. Dance craze. The trots. That is a diarrhea. 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 The meat stick. That is dance a dance craze. Is? Dance. The choro. Mm, diarrhea. Dance. Diarrhea. Yeah, oh, good I'm one. winning. I'm you winning. The worm fit. Uh, uh, dance. dance. Diarrhea. Oh, oh, worm fit is gross. The frog. Di- dance. dance. That's a dance. The green apple quick step. That is diarrhea. diarrhea. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know what this one is. Uh, wakia? Diarrhea. Diarrhea. Di- diarrhea. A, g- <laughs> a gadoo. What? Ugadoo. Ugadoo is diarrhea. Diarrhea. It's, it's a dance. What? Oh, damn it. <laughs> and the chaplain shuffle. Diarrhea. Di- uh, dance. Diarrhea. Oh, you oh, killed me. You got me on two. Oh. I'm up by two. Matt, run Matt away knows his diarrhea. diarrhea I really thought I would know. I, don't. I, I didn't realize. I thought you have, an, you have an advantage on diarrhea. I have an advantage on dancing. That's it. You knew the dance. <laughs> I knew the dance. You knew they were dances. <laughs> My filter was not a dance. Yeah. See, but for me, anything can mean diarrhea. Yeah, exactly. Like anything. <laughs> Plaster could be diarrhea. Uh, we have a Jock vs. Nerd here. Greetings, you fabulous fucks of comedy. Jock vs. Nerd time and even a question for Jacob. Holy shit. Paul, football question for you. Only Da-da-da. one quarterback in NFL history has won two Super Bowls while starting for two separate franchises. Name him. I have some uh, multiple choice here for you unless you just want to name a quarterback right now. Uh, Hold on. Do you he know it? Start for two different teams. Won a Super Bowl starting for two different teams. There are other quarterbacks that have won a, won Super Bowls as a quarterback for but two different teams, starters. but not as starters. Ooh. Give me the, the multiple choice, please. Brett Favre, Peyton Manning, Joe Montana, Roger Staubach. Warren Moon. No, not Warren Moon. Favre? Nope. No. Peyton Manning. The Sheriff. I don't even oh. have to ask Matt because I know that he knows it. Yeah, yeah. I yep, really Peyton thought Manning. he was just with one team. Colts and Broncos. One, oh, one for the Colts. Oh, they're both it, horses. That's true. That's a fucking trick <laughs> me up. That's true. That tricked me up. Matt, who did he who did he beat for both Super Bowls? Uh he beat the Bears. Yep. And he beat uh whoever played this year. Hold on. Let me think. That'd be this year's Super Bowl. That would be this year's and I'm blanking. Oh, uh not because the Patriots were the AFC thing. Yep. Oh god, who won? <laughs> this is how bad 
I just didn't give a shit about the Super Bowl this year. This is just further proof. Wait, now you've made me forget. Now I can't think of Carolina it. Panthers. There you oh, go. Carolina Panthers. All I can think of was Seattle. Andy Cheek wants to fucking kill me right now. Yeah, right. I know I was trying to think of Seattle, but no. Yep. Sorry. Sorry again, Andy. Although I'm not sorry because I've won Although, money I guess the Broncos. The, they're saying the Panthers already had an amazing draft. So I think Panthers, Panthers had a great draft. I think the Panthers are going to be back this year. They might do it all this year. Really? Uh, strangely, do. I think that the, uh, the Jacksonville Jaguars probably came out with the best draft this year. Finally. They've I think had who, enough chances. Who's yeah. your money on? To win it all this year? Yep. Oh, not Carolina. Is it too early? No, it's not too early. It's not too early to guess. No. Now, th- now then, there is a long and storied history in the NFL of the Super Bowl loser doing very poorly the next year. That's true. Yeah. The Super Bowl loser, even if they're a really good team, like Seattle was two years ago, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Um, the Super Bowl loser rarely does well the next year. Usually Why doesn't make the playoffs. That? Because football is so fucking crazy competitive. If you are remotely comfortable or entitled, if you think it's just going to come your way. Oh, yeah. If you think you made it all that way last time, you're like, well, here yeah, we go. Yeah, if you think you deserved it and you forget how lucky you were oh, and right. this bounce yeah. and that fumble and everything else. like that it just gets sense. And the Giants are notorious for this. They always right. talk the year after they won. Like it's gonna get back. They always say like right. they lose again. Like oh, we just we'll get back. If they any anytime they're using language like they we're gonna get do. back to where we're supposed to be. Oh, that's a bad do, sign. They never it never happens. But this is the first year since the Saints won the Super Bowl that they're not talking like that. Yeah, and that makes me very happy. Yeah, exactly. You can't wait for them to just shut up and realize that you're just a mediocre football team that you need luck and you yeah. need fucking a lot of game planning, a lot of motivation. Yeah. to figure out how to fucking get it together. I mean, the Patriots are always a solid bet. Yeah. But I don't know what's going to happen with Brady's suspension this year. It's going to happen. He's going to get suspended. Well, he's definitely going to miss some games. Yeah. But I, I don't know how many. Yeah. And I don't know how much that's going to throw off their their season. I'm going to go with the Cardinals. I like that pick a lot. I'm going to guess the Cardinals are going to win the Super Bowl. The Cards, the cards could be a really solid pick. Uh, I think I've got to go. I, I think I've got to go NFC as well. Um, I don't really have a guess, though. But somebody, somebody from the NFC. Sure. Good. good. That's a guess. I'm going to guess that half of the you league. You just guessed 16 teams. Yep. Good. I feel safe with that, with that pick. <laughs> Never truly to guess. I'm going to go with 16 teams. Half, so uh, Matt's One bet. half the league is definitely going to be represented in the football game. <laughs> so you heard it here first. Matt and I have a $500 bet on who is going to win the Super Bowl. Matt is betting on the Cardinals. I'm betting on the NFC. I should never allow, <laughs> never allow Jacob the field bet. You should, uh, you should go AFC, NFC. <laughs> That's uh, probably decent. No, I think I don't think there's an AFC I'll team. I'll take the AFC. Yeah. yeah, I guess the, the Steelers can always come out of nowhere. The Steelers are always the, the Steelers are a really solid. Who's team, the black know? sheep? Who's the worst team? The worst team? Oh. Buccaneers? No, the Jaguars were last year, right? No. Um, who had the number one pick? Oh, the Rams traded up for the number one. Honestly, yeah. the Rams will probably be the worst team this year. Yeah, Rams are the LA Rams. The LA, the newly crowned LA Rams. About the Lions. Lions are always in the middle of the pack. They'll be... Oh, oh the Lions are losing worse. Megatron. Hey, yeah, they'll be worse. Uh, yeah, the Lions are going to be much worse. So, we haven't talked about this. Do we think the Raiders are actually coming to Las Vegas? Oh, we haven't talked about this. Oh, we haven't this. mentioned this at all. Yeah. Yeah, so um, for those who don't know, there was rumor a couple of weeks ago that the Raiders could possibly mo- be moving to Las Vegas. Now, uh, Mark... Is it Mark? Um, what's his name? Davis. The owner. Davis, yeah. Al Davis' son, who owns the Raiders. Uh, he has now met with Nevada state and las vegas city officials and he's got half a mil 
Half, half a, a bill. bill. Half a billion. Yeah. Half he, 500 million. He has dollars. Five, he, he has said that if we will build a stadium in Las Vegas, that he will spend $500 million on that stadium before the team even is set to move. Drop before, in the bucket. Before the team has to is, is approved to move to Las Vegas. $500 million is not a drop in the bucket to nah, anyone. Yeah, but it's a drop in the bucket compared to the taxes we're going to be paying on this bullshit. Wait, That's, wait, 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 wait. Go ahead. Explain to me how we're going to pay taxes on it. So what they want to do, here, here is the proposal right now between Mark Davis, Sheldon Adelson, who owns Sands Corporation, who, all, yeah. who wants to build the stadium. What their proposal is, is Mark Davis says that he will spend $500 million. Sheldon Adelson wants to spend $150 million, and they want $750 million in tax revenue oh. to build the stadium. So they want to build a $1.5 billion stadium. Mm-hmm. And they want uh, the city to pay for most of it. No, no, no. Yeah, that's that, all, that's the only deal that's ever coming. That's going to be a big sticking point for for a lot of people. It, it just pisses me off. If there's any place that should be able to have a privately built football stadium, yeah. oh, we could it, it is Las Vegas. We could yeah. easily. They just and being. They just don't want to do it for many reasons. I, I think that I think that we're going to end up. I think the taxpayers are going. I think a. I think the stadium is going to be built. Um. I think that UNLV is going to end up taking over a share of that because the land that they want to build it on is owned by UNLV. Right. And I think that UNLV will, and the state will end up pitching in some some money to build a UNLV. Well, I think it could UNLV. actually become like the Rebels' new home, right? Well, that's, that's, a, that's what it would be. That's why it works is because if, the, if UNLV also plays their home football games yes. there, plus we could have some bowl games there. Yeah, absolutely. Once we're in the college football market, it's just it makes a lot of sense. Yeah. And, no matter how bad a team the Raiders are, which they aren't, right? Uh, but if they were, it doesn't matter. We're it's such a destination; we'd sell it every game. Yeah. Oh, easily. Easy. And the gambling fallacy of uh, not having a professional sports team in Vegas because of gambling is out the window. It does not matter There's anymore because so you can gamble from anywhere. With the internet, it does not matter at yeah. all. It didn't matter before the internet. No, but it but, but it really but doesn't it matter. Really now. doesn't matter now. And especially now that the NFL is playing games in London, yeah, that does sports betting in the stadium. Yeah, they do the sports betting at uh, Wembley. I think is the is the yeah, stadium yeah, they yeah. play at. Um, they do sports betting. They have sports betting kiosks set up in the stadium in London. And those are the kind of things where you can bet. The game changes. You can bet based on the changes yeah. of the game. If you ever follow like a uh, those British sports bets for yeah. for um, any kind of game, it's really exciting. I've done I, I've done days where I've gone. Um, Venetian used to have a, a sports book like this where you could do this. You would go put money in. Actually, Paul would love this. Paul would love this kind of sports betting. Uh, you could you can go put money in at the sports betting counter, and you get a handheld electronic device that is linked up to the mainframe, and you can do live betting through the game. And you can bet on things like what the next play is going to be. Oh, jeez! You can bet like I think they're going to run. Now, right. are they going to do that? Are they going to do that in the stadium? No, 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 no. NFL won't do that. Yeah, no. but it'd be fun if they did. It, it would. Be. It'd be fine. Well, they might do like except s- you'd have dudes running on the field to cover the point spread. They might do like sweets. I could, I could see them doing like a, a sweet of, of of something like that. Yeah. It's fine. But the uh, UNLV having having a college football team and already established college program, yeah, is super helpful for 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 that. Plus, like, I plus can see eight NFL games. I can see UNLV. That what, what I really think will happen is I think UNLV and the state of Nevada will end up pitching in about two hundred million dollars mm-hmm. into it, uh, which leaves five hundred fifty million dollars left that needs to be accounted for. I think Sheldon Adelson and Sands will end up kicking their 
uh, thing up. They're, they're they're number up. He's been funding fucking pres- failed presidential candidates. For I know, right? The last two elections, he can- and the yeah, city will end up. Spend. The city will end up on the hook for about three hundred million. That's my that's my prediction. Is the city will end up spending about three hundred million to have it come in, and honestly, I'm okay with that. You think they'll make that back? I think they'll make that. I mean, I, I don't know that they'll make it back in, in tax revenue and tourist dollars because you already have those tourists coming in anyway. Yeah. But the thing is, the way people but, fly in for flights and the way people fly yeah. in, like people fly in for NFL game. NFL makes more sense than any other professional sports yes. team, much more than a hockey game. People, I, are, not gonna, people are not going to be flying in to catch a hockey game. Well, and also because, it's, because they're mostly weekend games. Yeah. I'd be interested to see what the NFL crowd is like as opposed to the fight crowd. Very different. I, I mean, I'm Very sure. Different. I'm sure it's different. Yeah. But it well, because be interesting people, to see what that influx is like. Well, because the fight crowd, there's a lot of people coming in just to be in Las Vegas for the fight. Right. right. There's, not there's even a big go fight. See the fight. Like the the Pacquiao Mayweather fight. The tickets were so expensive for it. Like, and and I mean, there's only what thirty five thousand seats or so in that arena. Yeah. And there were a lot more than 35,000 people in town yes. for the fight. So people are in town just to be in the city with oh, the fight, to be able to put bets on the fight. And every hotel runs their suites, exactly. and they all go to their... It's a, it's crazy. It's all pay-per-view. Yeah, yeah. yeah they, they do big for, viewing parties. For football, you're not going to have that. But, but this is all valid, and we haven't even talked about the specific team. Right. Now we're talking about the fucking the Raiders. Raiders. The most loyal fan base across the country are the Raider fans, right? And they dress in costume. Yeah. Yeah. They dress in costume. 13-year-old Paul would be freaked out to think that the Raiders could be his home team. The black hole, baby. To dress up like NWA. I would love it. If I have two boys. Yeah. And if they grow up want to put on a spiky shoulder pad and paint paint their faces silver and black. I mean, I'll own Vegas Raiders gear. That's what I'm saying. Fuck I'm, yeah. I'm all in. I would totally. I, I don't have ball I, shirts. I, I will have I mean, a Vegas Raiders. I'm still going to be. A giant, I'll have season tickets. That's what I'm saying. I'll still be a Giant <laughs> fan, but I mean, I will absolutely. I will cheer for the Raiders full. every week that they're not playing the Saints. Yeah, I will go and full force. Yeah, will you go chill out in the black hole. Yeah, we're gonna go hang out in the black hole. Fuck yeah, I'll chill out in your black hole. <laughs> hey, um, I got news for you. It's open, and you're gonna be open. Yeah. <laughs> And honestly, just because my kids are dressed in shoulder blade spikes and that's the other cool thing, you get to dress up like demolition. That's what I'm saying. And right. Or not demolition. Something like that. Legion of Doom. Legion of Doom. Yeah. Yep. L O D. And just because my kids dress like that does not mean they're giving consent. <laughs> Thank you. I mean, they are giving consent. It just doesn't have anything to do with the clothes. <laughs> That's true. My <laughs> slutty-ass kids. Matt, Star Wars question for you. In celebration of The Force Awakens being released on Blu-ray and the soon-to-be-released Rogue One. I can tell you I already don't know this. <laughs> the style of music that can be heard in Cantina's and in Jabba's Palace on Tatooine. Do- I'm very proud that I know how to pronounce Tatooine, by the way. Yeah, me too. Uh, does, in fact, have a name. Name it. What? The style of music has a fucking name? I, do I get multiple I, choice? I, I yes. don't even know this. Oh, God. I don't think I know this. Uh, I'm not going to be able to pronounce any of it, though. Uh, Grip, Phantasmgasm, Clitmarumbin, or Jizz? A. <laughs> Your guess is Grip. Yes. Paul, do you have a guess? I think it's Jizz. It is Jizz. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus. I know. Instead that, of jazz, yeah, jizz, because that's 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 fucking Lucas logic. 
Dude, you just twist it a little bit. I'm not blowing a load in your face. That is the no shit answer. I, I let's get out of here. I want to get some jizz in my ears. You got yeah, right. uh, what? Are the, what are the names? Uh, it's not jizz. Oh, <laughs> uh, what are? It's, oh, uh, Frangon Dark Frangon. I can't remember his name. The guy who plays in the oh god jizz the Cantina band. Frank Nan Dan, Frank Nan Dan, Frank Nan Dan. I'm a jizz musician. Yeah, yeah. All we got right. a question here for me too. Oh, Jacob, yeah. it's your turn. Pass the computer off to someone else. I'm not going to do that because no, it's just, plugged into everything. I'm just no. not looking at the answer. I've zoomed in so I can't see the answer. Since you're an audio genius of sorts, you should have no problem answering this question. That is uh, the biggest backhand compliment I've ever received, right there. Yeah, of sorts. Of sorts. <laughs> While Bruce Springsteen's 1984 album, Born in the USA, was the first CD made for commercial sale in the U.S., it was not the first CD available commercially worldwide. Who is the artist that owns this glorious honor? Bonus points for naming the album. A. Michael Jackson. B. Billy Joel. C. Abba. D. Fleetwood Mac. Oh, I'm going to guess. Paul, we're going to guess on this one. I'm going to guess Abba. You're going Abba? Paul? What are the others? Uh, Fleetwood Mac, Billy Joel, and Michael Jackson worldwide cd release this is a good question this really is there's logic for every answer yeah i'm gonna go fleetwood mac you're going fleetwood mac see i was already between michael jackson and billy joel so you guys didn't help me at all oh here's the thing so i want to go through the logic out loud okay Okay, go so i'm with abba because internationally abba is so loved and respected more than they are in the united states so that answer would surprise us fleetwood mac is the greatest selling album of all time before cds came out so i imagine they want to go the greatest cds nuts Mm. cds nuts Billy Joel, clearly a likable international superstar, and certainly for like uh, CD sales. But uh, that's my weakest argument for Billy Joel. And then Michael Jackson, obviously huge international superstar. Sure. Yeah, I went with Fleetwood Mac just kind of. It's the weird answer. Fleet, yeah. uh, Michael Jackson, I think, is the most obvious answer. So I'm not going to go with Michael Jackson. Right. Uh, I'm going to go with Billy Joel, uh, and my reason is I think that Billy Joel he is a big international sensation guy, and he's also a little vanilla. I just very, remember very a little vanilla. He's a, re- he's re- a bit vanilla. I, re- so, I remember seeing that that uh, Born in the USA album everywhere when yeah, I was a kid. Yeah, yeah, Every, yeah. That thing was everywhere, and now I, now I, I didn't realize that was the first CD. I didn't realize that, that either. That makes sense. I didn't even know that. I'm a huge Springsteen. Fan. That makes huh? sense that I would see because remember they were all in those crazy long boxes, right? Yeah, yeah, so yeah. you'd see that new yeah. casing. Yeah. So that would stand out in your head, and you'd remember that even more. <laughs> Yeah, I'm going Billy Joel because he's he's international and he's vanilla, and so I think the uh, the record industry that that's what they would want to go with. All right, what's the answer? Let's see. The answer is Billy Joel. Oh, look at you! The answer was Fifty Second Street. Wouldn't be caught dead fucking Paul's mouth with Jacob's dick and Matt pushing scoop tut fucking you all in your faces. All right. Thank you. Thank you very much. All right. I want to thank Pendulay for creating this podcast. I also want to thank him. We need a theme for uh, uh, our, our thank yous, Paul. Oh, yes. Um, let's go with TGI Friday's names of appetizers. Appetizers. Okay. Mm-hmm. I want to go for the Chris Roberts and broccoli soup. I'll have the Brian Lehman nachos. I'll have the uh, Chris Sheffield sticks. I'll have the Brian Valdiviso Chizo. I'll have uh, Christopher Mooney dumplings. I'll have the Brian White Sauce Cheddar Poppers. <laughs> I want to have the Christie's Salinas uh, Tiny Shrimp. 
I'll have the Buster Kamikaze select them all bites. <laughs> I'll have the uh, Clifford Hughes of all appetizers sampler platter. I'll have the Sea Wick drippings. I want to thank Corey Linside out the jalapeno poppers. I'd like to have the uh, Carolyn Fat Albert sandwich. I want to thank uh, Kurt Bird per eight scoop Wiggins deep fried gummy bears. Charles Shear corn. <laughs> Curtis handling onion rings. I'd like to thank and have an order of the Chris Crispers. I want to thank Daniel Graboy's Chicharrones. I would like to have the Scupacabra Tamale. Uh, I want to thank uh, Danny Nichols Tri-Tip Dip. I will have the Chris Ellis Slider. I'll have uh, Danny Old Wine Battered uh, Cod Dippers. <laughs> cod Dippers! <laughs> and I'd like to thank Charles Jaskicki. Something like that. Chris Baker, Chris Hall, Christine Alisser, Christine Phillips. Turn the page. Uh, Colin Blowband, Crocoduck Scoop, Daniel Air Brown Jr. Daniel A. Brown Jr., something like that. Uh, Dave Bogus. Thank you, guys. And if you want to be thanked on this episode or uh, privy to any of the prizes that we offer, rewards that we offer, go to patreon.com slash heyscoops to support the show financially. Every dollar counts, and for as little as a dollar, you can be helped making more episodes and other magical things from us come true. Mm-hmm. And of course, if you can't go to patreon.com and support us financially, support us online. Support us by uh, leaving a review for us on your uh, podcast provider. And please tell a friend. Tell one friend that would like us and be part of the obelisk scheme. All right. I want to thank our audio mafia, our visual mafia, and our social mafia for all the help they provide to make this show kick ass. And uh, I want to thank all the listeners, the scoops, the ice cream socialists, the ice cream socialites, the ice cream sandwich. Take it away, Dippin' Dots Jack. We'll see you soon. Oh man, what was that? That was a key jingle. I was trying to, I was trying to jingle the keys to the clapboard. <laughs> it worked. It just sounded like the end of the world through our headphones. I know. You guys both look like you got shot. You're like ah. Oh, by the way, our Tumblr is the perfect home for our Halloween-y Dickorama photos. Is Ooh. it safe? Can you do that on Tumblr? Tum- Tumblr, everything is safe. Oh, oh, well, there I gotta you go. Get a Tumblr account. Oh, Tumblr is filthy. Oh, I'm on. That's there. actually why it's not the why it's not like the biggest social media is because there's too much porn. Why am I not oh. on this Tumblr? Yeah, I'm on it right now. I'm going to get it. Right <laughs> <now>. <laughs> All right. You know what I'm on right now? I'm on some drums because it's time for some limericks, fuckers. Oh, yeah. sure, Bogosian. Paul, can you grab? Sure. Kimberly Sharn Saint Begotion. Kimberly L. St. Aubin would like a limerick about my birthday. It's May 18th. Dedicated to me. Thanks so much, Annie. Alright. There's not a lot else I can say. Kimberly was born in this way. Right out her mom and onto my palm. We wish you a happy birthday. Matt Slicer de Scoop would like a limerick about no longer fitting into your clothes because you've lost so much weight thanks to the Fatty Rabbit Club on Reddit. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm skinny. I'm s- now super svelte. This is better than I've ever felt. But my clothes don't fit. And my pants just quit. Someone please get me a belt. <laughs> Matt Daughtery would like a limerick about... Paul's nest trimming rituals in the voice of That's Not My Voice Anne, dedicated to all the nest trimmers out there. 
Shaving your area clean. It's like nothing that I've ever seen. Your pubes get too long. They cover your schlong. Somebody cut out that beam. That is not what I sound like. <laughs> You're right. Uh, Pickles would like a limerick about a car, or about sorry, a cat named Petunia and motorcycles dedicated to the Snuggle Bear. Oh, the Snuggle Bear. Motorcycles and a cat named Petunia? Yep. All right. And it's a limerick still. Yep. Mm-hmm. Petunia's the name of this kitty. Revving her Harley through the city. Through fields of poppies. She does wheelies and hoppies. And what's left of those flowers is shitty. Steve Marinelli would like a limerick about trying to save an improv partner who's murdering the scene dedicated to Del Close. I'm trying to throw you a bone, but you leave my suggestion alone. Just say yes and. Come on, take my hand. I don't want to drown here alone. Uh... William Breeden would like a limerick about future robot sex dedicated to us for having to tell our great-grandchildren how lame real sex is. Don't worry and rest all your fears. Robot sex produces no tears. You can fuck all you want in that weird robot cunt. I haven't seen your grandma's twat in years. (laughs) And Tristia Petty would like a limerick about whiskey, and this is dedicated to Jacob for making the show sound amazing and those sweet, sweet drops. Thank you, Tristia. I'm on the hunt for balls. Mm. It's a sweet drop sweet for you. Drop. So this is uh This is a limerick about whiskey. About whiskey, okay. Sweet brown liquid that I desire. Such dreams and fancies you inspire. Pour me a slug. Don't let it drip on the rug. Mmm, that tastes like a fresh barn fire. (laughs) And finally, Sean Katz would like a haiku about why a decent audio guy is usually underappreciated, dedicated to certainly not Jacob. No one can hear me. That is the art of the job. No one can hear me. Yes. Ladies and gentlemen, Mr. Conway Mattingly. <laughs> it's time for some songs. Oh, boy. <laughs> Matt Slicer to Scoop would like a love ballad about how Pacific Rim is the greatest movie ever made and way, 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 way better than the Neon Genesis Evangelion? Yeah. Jellion. Gellion. Gellion. And it's dedicated to Paul's hatred of awesome things. I can never remember if it's a soft G or a hard G. Somewhere deep in the ocean lies a crack I'll never be able to get my baby back Gypsy danger waits for me Buried with the other monsters in the sea The 
this is so much better and completely different and original and better and different and better than Evangelion. It's better than that other show. This is so much better. I mean, it's even got Jack's Teller. It's so much better than Neon Genesis Evangelion. It's way better. It's not. Pacific Rim sucks. Boom! Mic drop. <laughs> don't don't drop the mic. I'm sorry. Uh, let's see. Pete Romano Romano uh, would like a song about why bass players in bands are always made fun of. Dedication to my son Pete, the bass player in Young Medicine. Happens to be an awesome son and bass player. Not to mention a scoop. Awesome. And he sent us a link to the uh, to the band too that we can check out. Let's uh, blast. Let's put that on blast. What is it? What's the link? I'm trying to I'm trying to read it in a I, on my printout. It doesn't read very well. Oh, okay. so use, using the song, I'll figure out the link. All right. Oh, I have to give you music, don't I? Yeah, that'll help. <laughs> <laughs> what? Uh, it's okay. The song about bass players. Yeah. Always getting made fun of. Because you know I'm about the bass, the bass, not the guitar. I play the bass, play the bass, not the guitar. I play the bass, play the bass, not the guitar. I play the bass, play the bass. Yeah, I play the bass. Don't make fun of me. It's an instrument that I strum easily. It helps you keep the rhythm. It helps you keep the pace. The song would go to shit if it wasn't for the bass. You may not realize what's making you groove now, but it's the bass, motherfucker. I'll show you somehow. The bass is more important than almost any other instrument that's here on the whole damn stage. Bass is the thing that you need to shake your butt. Without the bass, your ass would stay shut. I know the guitar and drums are fine for a rainy day. But give me bass groove licks, that's all I want to say. Oh yeah. Because you know I play the bass, the bass, not the guitar. I play the bass, play the bass, not the guitar. I play the bass, well I guess it's a guitar. It's a kind of guitar, but it is the bass. You don't want none of this from a guy who plays the guitar. He will just leave you. Those lead guys, they're always on the hunt for a new fresh girl. They get just what they want. Bass players are a lot more loyal. Come on and be my royal honey bear boo. Princess queen, I'll show you all my bass tricks and the licks are obscene. Yeah, bass. Uh, if you want to check out a scoop band, you can check out um, it's uh, YouTube, youtube.be slash 1BG underscore Z14RSDM. There you go. There you go. Uh, Sean Katz would like a love song being sung back and forth by the duet of Hillary Clinton and Donald Trump singing 
a love song to each other. You're an ugly bitch and you scream all the time. Why can't you calm down and not yell all the time? What's the matter with you? Is there blood coming out of your eyes or somewhere? You're a cuckoo dude who needs to chill. How about taking a de-oranging pill so you don't look so orange? You look like you fell off a citrus tree. Now when I Well, that's a lie. That's all you know how to do is tell lies and it skips islands in the stream. And it's what we are. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, boy. That was something. Yeah. Oh, bleh. Uh, let's see. Oh, wait, Trump hates Hillary. Hillary hates Trump. They hate oh, each other. I said that was for uh, Pete Romano. That was not. That was for Sean Katz. All right, Sean Katz. There you go. So, Sean Katz, uh, sorry that Paul didn't know the song that you wanted to sing that to, but uh, there you go. Sorry. And Stephen Marinelli would like uh, the Rat Club song for SJ. <laughs> Rat, 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 rat. Mm, rat club. Who's the leader of the club that's ratty? You will see. S A B B B Y R A T. He is such a scabby rat, you never want to leave. S C A B B Y R A T. Scabby rat. Scabby rat, scabby rat, forever let us hold our cheese high. He'll find himself inside a trap if he's not carefully. S C A B B Y R A T, scabby rat club, scabby rat club, scabby rat club, scabby rat club. We'll do things and we'll throw feces, we'll spread plagues and all diseases. a lot of mileage out of the rat club yeah we have scabby of, rat out of a random story on the scabby cruise ship. rat yep. scabby rat we got a lot of mileage out of that forever let us hold our cheese high uh look forward to some new stuff uh coming out this month not new stuff but bonus stuff coming out this month i mean it'll be new just like everything else is new but it's uh we got some bonus stuff coming out for you guys this month because you did help us out so much on patreon so be looking forward to that and until then We'll see you soon. We'll see you soon. Some of those will probably be late night recordings too, so get ready for that. Oh, shit. They, they probably all will be late night recordings. <laughs> get ready for late drunken Paul. Oh god. Well, yeah. Now my show doesn't even get done till eleven, so which is fine because mine doesn't get done till twelve. Right. So it makes it all work. Yeah. <laughs> see you, scoops. Thank you. <laughs>